guys. Welcome to another Cleveland Moto fun-filled episode, but we're all in the same fucking place. How cool is that? Light them up, boys. Hmm. Episode number 362, and they're off. Is the red light blinking over there? Yes. <laughs> and that's good, right? Yeah. So uh, since we last talked and y'all listened... Uh, <laughs> which was months of, ago. Which was ages ago. Uh, yeah, well, we're back. We're all in one place. Apparently COVID's over. I got the message, or at least... You know. <laughs> I heard that happened. from a Canadian trucker. A exactly. Canadian trucker told me that COVID was over. I got an alert on my phone. Uh, I got an amber alert on my phone that told Move me to the COVID, front of the line. Yeah, COVID was missing. Yeah, that was it. So, uh, but here we are. So hopefully we don't all get sick, but maybe if we do get all sick. A few of us have already been sick, so fuck it. The uh, to my left, Oscar. It works. It actually it works did. again. <laughs> it actually works again. Oscar got here a little bit early and couldn't keep his hands off the video game, the motorcycle. Beedy, beedy, beedy. Man. Yeah, yeah he, I had I had to just fucking had to start, touch it. Start, you had to get yeah. up in her guts, didn't you? Yep. Yeah. I thought you were working on the soundboard. <laughs> no, that's that's uh, Sleepy's job to fuck it up. That's right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, I mean the the. Effects oh, the, the sound. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. And to his left. Uh, me, Steve, Sleepy. And, uh, yeah. What are you drinking there, Cinch? I don't know. One of, <laughs> one, one of your. One know. of your. Knob Creek. Knob Creek. What are you yeah. drinking? I don't know. Whatever showed up. Yeah. Some, something brown. It was right. brown and on the table. I figured it had to be pretty good. I figured it point. showed up. It's yeah. probably okay. If it's brown, you're down. Yep. Yeah. Fair <laughs> game, man. Fair game. <laughs> And then, uh, which we're going to go into what you've been up to because, goddamn, well, well, you've been busy. Yeah, yeah, you, right, exactly. It. He, he, Sleepy's got a lot going on right now, so we're gonna we'll get into that in a minute. And to his immediate left, Steve Hofford. Uh, St- I've seen more. In St- I've seen more of Steve today than I've seen of Steve in years. It, Steve has been a, a literally frequent flyer at the shop today. The uh, and then to his left, Johnny Mac. Who apparently has started an open mic career. Whoop, whoop. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's pretty cool. We'll talk about that. And then to his left. Dan Krapke. And uh, Dan, again, we thought you were just going to be late for the, the snowmobile ride that we did the other day, the, the ice <laughs> racing, because yeah. you have a tendency to get to things a little bit late. We waited till 9 p.m. and you never showed up. Nope. Yeah. No, we didn't, didn't wait till didn't 9 till <laughs> No, no I, I was fighting off. I fell on the ice and hurt my shoulder and my neck, and it just seemed like a bad idea. To- yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, I get that. I totally get that. And then Christmas. Last but certainly not least, Christmas. Who are you waving at? Were we? Miss oh, Renee. Renee. Renee was leaving. Yep, yep. Renee was leaving. She's, leaving. she's giving out. everybody the finger. Yep, exactly. She's real. She's waving at. <laughs> she's waving at us with one finger. <laughs> hey, Renee, can you actually get out of here? Oh shit! Let us know which car needs to move. Yeah, because we may have, we may have parked her in all of them. Yeah, <laughs> we may have parked her in. It might have happened. So anyway, well, tough titties. You're Holy here for the shit. podcast. I uh, I haven't worn these pants in a long time. Yeah, I okay. just had pant score. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, oh, so, that's yeah. it. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Right. right. Wait. So is, so is Johnny Mac uh, going to be pull out Cameron and uh, start doing uh, comedy shows? Yeah, comedy shows. It was like pretty it, funny yeah. watching him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Ouch. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. You got to call Cam up and do a little duet. Yeah, kind of there thing, you go. You know? Sure. He tells sure. the jokes and you add the. Wow, wow. Chicka, chicka, wow, wow. Do a tenacious D kind of thing, you know, straight mm-hmm. guy, not so straight guy. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. The uh, Wait, Which one? Who's going to be who? Yeah. I wonder. I wonder. The not so straight guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll yep, flip yep, each yep, week yep. to see who's Gaily forward. <laughs> Proceed gaily forward, as the, as the Honda manual would say. The uh, absolute, I mean, as far as we're concerned, we did want to say just fucking thank you for the Patreon listeners who have apparently decided they could buy their way back into a live podcast. Yeah. Uh, they, figured, they figured that they the like, Zoom casts were no bueno yeah. and that they wanted no. it to get better again. And the best way to get better would be to throw some money at it and, make, and guilt us, guilt us into doing a better podcast. Yeah. And so, yay. Thank you very much. We, um, we did get uh, some new Patreon members. We got James Snell upped his pledge from $5 to $10. Well, Thank you, James. Cool. Absolutely you, love that shit. That's, that always makes me happy. Um, Jerry Minikowski is setting the Patreon on fire with good questions and comments. We're going to go ahead and you know kind of read some of his stuff a little bit later on. So it's been really fun uh, that we're going into this you know mid February thing, and it's 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 having a lot of fun. I'm just happy to be out of the house because it's way too easy to drink too much when you don't have to leave. Well, yeah, if you don't have to yeah. if you don't have to commute to and from the liquor, no, because yeah. it, it comes on real fast. I, I was editing the podcast and it was like an hour and a half in, and I was like, ooh, I wonder if I can just delete myself out of this. You were pretty sloppy. <laughs> last week yeah oh yeah i heard it i got yeah. a little hammered yeah was- well you're the only person in our podcast that last week got a very special text message for just you yeah <gasps> oh and liza miller says Ooh. punch sleepy in the dick <laughs> doesn't say anything about anything else no that's fine just says punch sleepy in the dick so she likes well, me she really likes me i went back and listened to the podcast well he made yeah. a lot of comments so i don't know which one it was the one that kind of there's there's the whole like ha ha we're fucking with Liza and then there was you oh and then you like you're like oh oh is it fucking with Liza hour oh <laughs> well there you go I, I, yeah, I was like trying to start John's um, snowmobile <laughs> <laughs> well for my well, defense I had like fifteen fucking beers so yeah it, well it, it, and the other bro. thing that's going to be interesting about this is because now we're in person yeah there's going to be a lot less people probably falling asleep probably yeah right falling asleep yeah Negative. exactly right I'm about ready to fall asleep right oh now. damn it we Rot can throw row. shit at you from here though I drank coffee before I got here. That's we, a really good idea. We have idea. Sharpies. We can draw dicks well, in we have co- There's coffee in the pot if you want to nuke some. That's I took it's good nap. from today. <laughs> I took a nap. I'll take I like day-old right coffee, actually. <laughs> really? I, I brew it, and then I drink it the day after. Yeah, and I let it sit out on the counter. I just think it tastes better. Okay. So cold brew? Yeah. Brew. Kind of lukewarm brew. <laughs> so the room pre- temperature brew. <laughs> Broom temperature. Uh, so for people who have been kind of paying attention to what the fuck we're doing in the wintertime, we have been riding motorcycles on ice. Or at least we've been adjacent to motorcycles riding on ice. And to my left. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and or we have been, okay, who here in this room now has a snowmobile? <laughs> who has more than one snowmobile that's fucked up okay <laughs> because the total snowmobile count on this podcast used to be for a very long time was zero no, right. I, i've had one for like 10 years really oh i didn't know yeah i have a, a 81 skidoo 7500 plus <laughs> oh you've had that already i've had it i used to ride it okay. and then i threw it in the 
The graveyard. Graveyard. I was going to say it's broken to waste. It's parked next to the sailboat. I know it. Yeah, exactly. In the fucket bucket. BMW and the other BMW. We did get it running last week. John. John's maybe. He got it running last. That's cool. No, I said. I said all of your hard work got it running. Hey man, again. I give you credit where credit is due. And then you broke it, fucker. When you rolled it over in the landfill. Wow, that's something. That's saying something. The I've fact never, that it was able to roll itself over yeah. in the last 10, you know, is way better than it's been doing in the last 10 years. <laughs> well, as a result of that, <laughs> okay, was, so up until, so who here at the podcast has now ridden a snowmobile? Yeah, recently, yeah. Holy shit, Crompton, well, did you take one front spin yet? Not not since, You're like, the, 1980. So he's the only one <laughs> oh, who didn't wow. get But I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. So I know John bought the snowmobile. He did. But now it lives at my house. So does yes. that actually make it my snowmobile, too? Yes, it does. Too? Okay. Good, good. So Possession is nine-tenths of mine. having something. Does that have a license plate on the back of it? No. Sure, snowmobile. That's right. Okay. All right. <laughs> so if it doesn't, if there's no way to tell from the outside that he owns it. Yeah. Fuck it. Survey says There's no title on a snowmobile either. Oh, yeah, that's right. There you go, buddy. You yeah. can just grab his registration and take it in and make a right. fake bill of sale right. and say, yeah. it's mine, and I just want to transfer the registration. It John, John even, are you listening to this? It wouldn't even matter. It's the equivalent of a chainsaw. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Look, it's his until it doesn't work, and then it's yours again. Yes, yes. Right. exactly. Right. It's, that's the way shit works yeah. around here. Yeah. Like, could you come over here and fix your snowmobile? <laughs> well, that was, your, sucks. that was your shit five minutes ago. I'll yeah, but then I broke it. You couldn't even start the snowmobile. <laughs> it's not going to be a problem. Oh, the one day I came over to the place and everybody's looking for things to start the snowmobile with. And the whole rule was it had to be at least this long right. and sticky. <laughs> yeah. So what? it had to be this long and sticky yeah. was the rule. Because you had of, to wrap it around the fucking flywheel. Thing. Right. Because they broke was, the recoil starter. Oh, oh, yeah. So your new snowmobile has electric start, power oh. steering. Heated grips. Reverse. Reverse. Thumb warmers. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking Dang. about. AM, yeah. FM stereo. Yeah. A button that you press on the dashboard and it deploys a St. Bernard with, with brandy. Bourbon. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's exactly it. Yeah, it's a special, a special I'm fucked, stuck. I mean, stuck. And it actually has It's easy for you to say. Yeah. It's compared it to my old, my old one. Right, exactly. So that's fucking cool. That's I, So we've all now become, uh, as we like to say here in the industry, just like I am a Suzuki wet bike expert, mm -hmm. and anybody who's ever seen the video knows that I'm not a Suzuki wet bike expert, um, you, you guys are now all snowmobile experts mm -hmm. <laughs> as a result of the fact that we now have them in the group. Yeah. Fucking cool, man. It's, it was, it, you know... When he brought that thing over, I, like when he told me he bought it, like what was it? You said a nineteen ninety or whatever. Right. Yeah, I was like, this thing's gonna be like whatever. I that is the best five hundred dollars anybody's ever seen. And that ever. seat is so nice. It, that seat that, feels that better than the, the, Pontiac, the brand new SSRs, dude. That yeah. thing is the Pontiac Trans Am of snowmobiles. Yeah. So good. It looks that, like a cross between a Ferrari F forty and a Trans Am. Yeah, because it's yeah. got all yeah. the knock ducks. It all does. Of them, it's everywhere. got all the knock ducks. It's got all the cool stuff. It's got that impossibly low aerodynamic windshield. Yeah. It looks like it's meant to go about 300 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it, cool. I mean, it moves. It moves fast. Fuck yeah. Oh, it's peppy. Yeah. Again, it's everything we like. It's, yeah. it's two strokes. And more. Yeah. It has expansion chambers. Smokies. It's smoky, smoky, smokies. Mm -hmm. It does remarkably well in slush. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say ice, but I had no, to retract no, that statement. No. I've, I've never met anybody who could break ice. <laughs> <laughs> like at a spiritual level. Like yes. ice was like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ice just gave up on us. 
Yeah, it was pretty wild what happened the other day. So I'm glad you posted the video. Yeah, so oh, our, so our people can see the post the video. Wait, um, I haven't seen the video. I've been like dying, trying not to. I've been like, all right, I want to start busting his balls. No, the video There's massive dropped. footage out there, and where the fuck is it? But I wasn't going to say anything. He's been busy. I push you on slow mo, dude. You're slow motion, man. There's a, there's some oh, pretty hero I shit. I see that there, every yeah. day at work. Can you put them on fast motion and that work for me? <laughs> nice. Yeah, there's some pretty baller video. Um, you know, Sleepy's editing skills. Yeah. 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 It was no. It was just fun. It was just you know like, like it was interesting to see because a lot of times you guys were grabbing the cameras and yep. things. Yeah. So it was interesting to see who was filming what and what was going on and right. stuff. And it turned out it was, it was fun. It did turn out. Great. I was even. I was like, oh man, we should have like. He'd be filming me. I grab it and I can film myself yeah, and then turn it around and give it to somebody. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Game on, man. We'll get better at this. The funniest part, though, if you guys have, you haven't seen it yet, but so I remembered that I, we filmed the wrap up where right, I talked exactly. to Oscar and I talked <laughs> to Phil and I talked to John. So, uh, like, you know. Well, uh, we filmed it. We did an audio record it. Well, no, here's the thing. So what happened is, what had happened was, um, when we were passing the camera back and forth, there's a little adapter that goes in the side and it must have come out about a quarter millimeter so it didn't look like it was out. So then I get I grabbed the video file and the video file always has a little audio file on yeah, it. It right. was just straight, just gone, nothing there. Right. And I'm like fuck. So like as I was editing, my wife was sitting on the couch, so I'm just like starting to talk shit over it, and she's laughing her ass off, and I'm like, oh, this gives me an idea. Yes, it does. <laughs> yep. So that ended up working out pretty good, I think. That a little fun. mystery science theater style. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, pretty yeah, good. Yeah. I, I appreciated that. I thought it was good. So yeah. I gotta find the video then. Yeah, it's yeah. out there. It's at Moda Stories with Monkey Phil. Yeah, yeah. No, it's I not won't. hard to find. If you yeah. don't, I don't go there. I mean. Ah, yeah, you need to subscribe, ah. motherfucker. Dude, the video should <laughs> Do be. Do I have cut. to subscribe? Oh. It's, the, it's the John show for most of the videos. It is. It oh, really, really is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you do the in, you do the intro and all I the just want to see you at the very end just trashing my snowmobile trying to fucking sink it to the bottom oh, of the there. pond. It's, it's there. it is there. Good. You know, I, is there. there is no shortage. And the more that you go through, if you watch this fucking thing, like if you see it and you and you kind of take a minute to watch this thing, you'll realize that it actually is funny on different layers because at some point most people don't realize how many times I nearly ran into you. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you like Randy. legit like you were coming hell bent for leather, and I keep yep. remembering that yep. on ice, neither one of us can stop. No, nope. So I'm like, oh, he'll slow down, and like, oh wait, he can't slow down. Like he legit, straight up, can't slow down. No. So I thought it was really funny. I was, I was just getting a big kick out of it. So the uh, the video is fantastic. Uh, we do have an OSHA violation that's captured on camera as oh, John no. is welding with his welding monocle. Yeah. <laughs> He's like welding. <laughs> his safety squints. Right. Paul, maybe you have any gray poupon? You well, know, well, he even like, tells you he tried several different things and oh, none there, of them worked. It starts sun, with or without yeah. anything. Two sunglasses was worthless. Two sunglasses oh, welding. Right there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> now, that shit's going to work. Even his kids are blind now. No, so yeah. that's a monocle. <laughs> look at my eyes. I look oh, like I just done. smoked a joint. I'm like, you're so burnt after wow. that. That is the worst idea ever. Wow. So now he's got... Oscar's in yeah. the back making drinks. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of activity in that garage. I mean, a lot of shit's happening considering how cold it was, considering you know what we're up to. But um, that weld, I was amazed at how good that weld was. It held. It did. It was remarkable. So well For done. For a while. It, well done. I mean, weld done so uh, i mean i think the wealth <laughs> yeah so there you go and that's like the best you know any video in the world that involves somebody welding yeah is like history channel slash discovery channel yep. like oh can you make sparks 
Yeah. I, I grabbed the wrong crate. camera though. Um, the other one was set to slow or at 60p. So yeah, I could have slowed gonna, it yeah. down. I should have slowed yeah, it down. It yeah. looks great. It's great the way it is, but it is super fun. And the the funny thing is, I I do I I want to just say that we don't give enough credit to, to how just fucking stupid we are. But <laughs> so I'm gonna pass this around uh-huh. to our group. Because I really think that every one of us needs to hold this in their hands. Okay. Because this right here, that right there, that's the only difference between yeah. this shit doesn't fucking work and oh my God, I'm having fun. That that's, is one of the screws. Sharp as fuck, dude. So yeah. that is one of those carbide screws that we put Dang. in the tires. It is shorter than hell, like nobody would yeah. ever appreciate. But when you get that and 320 of its buddies together, <laughs> <laughs> you can have some fun. And I would have told you that wheelies on the ice were somewhat improbable because they're not easy on the dirt on those bikes. Like these bikes are not like they're a longer swing arm. Mm. They don't really, really super like to wheelie. You really got to work for it. But on the ice, you can see I was able to pull oh, some pretty, yeah, pretty fucking great there. wheelies. You leave when I, when I asked you how the ice was, and you're like, "Not good." The ice is garbage. And then you hit it, and it was like, Brrr. <laughs> <laughs> the, the fucking bikes hook up like mad. And you so, know what's impressive yeah. too yeah. is after all that debauchery, I was yeah. looking at the bikes because they're yeah. in the garage, and there's no screws missing. No, like none of no, them no, came no. out. These little things for for having the littlest shank, like there's the tiniest amount of actual thread there. There's maybe like three turns. Right, there's maybe three turns. How that hasn't come out by looking at it, I have no fucking idea. But the fact that those have all held in under John, under me, under nine million wheelies, that's under, like like two yes! turns, yeah. like barely two turns. <laughs> yeah, you put those things in, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I can't believe it's in already. But yet they remarkably they don't. I've heard out. that before. I know, yeah. right? <laughs> oh, Jimmy Bohorn has a song called "Is It In." Is it, it in? Goes, right? And that this is a good oh, example of gas. right. This <laughs> is a really good example of like. This there's about an Irish amount of thread on this John, thing. So go. yeah, Perfect. rock on. Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's humbling. Wow, yeah, wow. That's good. I did it later on trying to get out the other side. I was trying to get out the other side and I dug myself in just because the snow was you couldn't hook you, up in the deep you, snow. You were making holes you just through made the ice all so, over. Yeah. In the deep snow, I just the bike just kept getting lower and lower and lower until I just got tired and fell down. But uh, yeah, it's so, a lot of fun. For those of you who are interested, I did find some awesome <laughs> deals on Zambonis. Yep, there we go. So that's just that. That's just the, that's my example of just having so much fun. It was a good day. But I will have to say, you guys notice the more that we were drinking. Yeah. So we did. We recorded oh. some podcasts. We did some fun <laughs> stuff. And then, like, I saw people. You know, the 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 Tom fuckery kept going. So because the jackassery kept going, I was like, oh, I got to get out there. So I went out with no helmet on, no nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and like on my fifth lap, I'm like, wow, okay. So this ice is about 30% garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I've been told the lake is at least 14 feet deep on the shallow end, the pond. No, in the middle. In the middle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that number was fresh in my head. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no helmet. Yeah, we did it backwards. Instead no of, gear, instead I mean, of I, no I, gear I would, at the beginning I had and then no putting gear. the helmet on. I, like, I was just wearing, I was fresh from the fire. <laughs> yeah. I was all oh, warmed shit. up. Yeah, right, I yeah. had no jacket on. I had fuck all for gear. I had that Russian fur burger hat on. That's it. <laughs> and that was it. That was like DOT rated fur burger. Yeah. And I was driving around. I was like, I don't care. I'm having fun. This is yeah, fucking so cool. Fun, it man. was so much fun. So God bless us, and man. And you know, here's something I didn't think about. Yeah. So 
um, you guys will see on Motor Stories. So my my neighbor's cool. He came over. Oh, I look like a James him. Bond villain in this. Yeah. Film, by the way. <laughs> I look like the guy who leaves the little dove pins on everybody. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Yeah. But, but here's what I here's what I didn't think about, and that's what like Mr. Wynn if, if, if wasn't Mr. Wynn, Mr. Kid, yeah. Mr. Wynn. Yeah. But if yeah. you go back to the moment, and so he, he comes up and he's talking to us, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I'm like, hey, do you want a painkiller? And he was like, oh, it's a Sunday. And and then you were like tiki drink, tiki I, drink. I, I didn't even no, think he was about thinking it. narcotics. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, I'm pretty sure he was like, oh great, so they're a bunch of pillheads. And then 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 you pop, then you're like this. And he was like, oh, oh, oh I'll have one of those. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he thought you were gonna give him some kind of patch to yeah, put on his yeah. arm or some shit. Hey, yeah. you want an ox? There's your there's your slow mo shot. Check yeah, that look out. At that, John. Yeah. That's some 100% hero badger shit right there. I need to get up on the scene. If they still sold badgers, they could sell more badgers with your video. Yep. Yeah. There's Phil in all his dot glory. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's, you notice I keep falling through yeah, the ice? Holes Every time I sat on the seat, I fell through the ice again. That's why I said you guys broke that ice. You, you broke the ice spiritually. Like, it can't even be, it can't even put it in a cocktail anymore because it's not ice anymore. I can't even barely get in. No, it's all, like, that is just a big fucking slur. It's just a big, bad-flavored Slurpee. Yeah, and that's yet all it somehow is. none of the vehicles are at the bottom of the lake, so we did good. Despite your best True. effort to sink the snowmobile <laughs> multiple yeah. times, you need a, yeah. now you need a big. But piece I would of rubber, be totally like a big heavy piece of rubber. Yeah, and some um, rosebuds. What? Uh-huh. And you run the rosebuds like right in front of the rosebuds. No, for uh, like heating rosebuds. Oh. Oh, 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 you mean like a, a, a asphalt bone. burner? Yeah, 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 yeah right. flamethrower. Then you put it on that four-wheeler right. and you just yeah. drag with that huge piece yeah. of rubber behind it. Or. It levels it all out. Or. 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 We what other options about, are there? We could talk about Cleveland Moto's new Patreon level. Uh-huh. It's the Zamboni level. <laughs> <laughs> so, if for just $10,500, you can get us a gasoline-powered Zamboni. And that would be sitting at the bottom of Cinch's <laughs> Lake. Yeah. This 2001 Zamboni 520 ice resurfacer is completely rebuilt, fully serviced, gone through, set up, and ready to flood. Good mechanical condition, $10,500. And uh, you know what I've noticed is they're all in Winnipeg. Uh, yeah. I did find another one in Regina. So, uh, but you won't be able to find yeah. a trucker to bring it down here. That's though. also true. Yeah. Well, we know where they are. So uh, that's it. We could You're pay in cash. Well, snow season's over anyhow. So well, this is true. <laughs> but I did discover that I, I bet you didn't know that they make a Zamboni for the home gamer. We did not. I will call your attention to screen number one, and I will produce for you the Zamboni Model 100. So if you have a a garden tractor, if you have a garden tractor, you can have a Zamboni Model 100. And that goes on the back of your uh, standard run-of-the-mill Cub Cadet or Dear John or whatever it is you got going on. I got a blue Ford just like that. You got a blue Ford just like that. So you can see that that is an upright, man portable Zamboni. That's a that's a Zambo. Or what do they say? Do you ride a bony? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you a drive a bony? Scrubber. So I'm glad you brought that up. I like to call attention to our Patreons. So our Patreons have had well. I did not realize that our Patreons had such a diverse fucking lifestyle. <laughs> so it turns out that some of our Patreons are uh, hockey players. Well, they might be. Do you play ice dancers? So John McGuire, John McGuire writes and says, hey, try using an industrial floor buffer for the ice. Not a a bad fucking suggestion. And then he proceeds to give me 
links upon links for various different <laughs> devices for ice fuckery, including <laughs> I like snowboards this. and skateboards with no wheels underneath huh? that are designed just to be dragged behind other things on the ice. Oh, yeah. Not too shabby. Again, mm-hmm. we have all this stuff. Um, uh, various different uh, things. But he's a Chicago lander, mm. but I think he might have just a streak of snow back in him mm. because he's, he's definitely got the he's definitely <laughs> got the 411 when it comes to sub-zero temperatures. I have one word for him. Yeah. The penguins. The penguins. Uh, so that's all legit. You know, uh, one of the things I was thinking about, if we had power down there, yeah. setting up a big fan because... Oh, to blow the... Yeah, to oh. make it freeze better because like air, wind makes yeah, it freeze it a lot better. That's a good so idea. Having like one of those big industrial oscillating fans just waving across the, the whole pond. <laughs> I, I completely... Right. I, that's a good idea too. Well, it's and, supposed to go to 17 tomorrow night. And if that happens and stays all night with the amount of rain we're getting right now, that'll be a that'll be a flat. It'll rate. at least make it hard, but it won't make it thick enough. Well, it's still right not on. gone though yet. Yeah. Well, I, I yeah. The problems on I'm the holes you. that we made. Though. I'm also enthusiastic. I'm also exactly. realistic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So anyway, so here we go. My kid used to play hockey, and I I coached the hockey teams. Yeah. And we used to go to Halloran Park in Cleveland, you know, where they had, it was an outdoor. Absolutely, outdoor rink. Yeah. But the birds would nest up in the in the rafters and they'd shit on the ice. And when the Zamboni would go around, it would leave like, you know, like the bird poop and a little lump. Oh, really? So you're practicing, you know, backwards, uh, like going as fast as you can backwards, doof. doing your crossovers. You hit one of those lumps, you're like right Dude, into the board. That's what you're I remember because when I was a kid growing up, we'd play hockey by my house. And same thing, public the ice ring the fire department come out and flood it and that was the last attention it ever got it was up to the rest up to the citizens to keep it skatable but that's the whole thing is i remember being out there the first time i had single runner skates and i'm going like a bat out of hell and like find one imperfection one acorn like whatever it might be hits the ice boom you're down that's how i put my chin through my skin so i got seven or eight stitches when i was a kid yeah because of ice skating uh yeah so big fun right there check this piece of shit Check this thing out. I bet you didn't even know this thing existed. I didn't know it existed. This thing's called a trail tamer. And uh, no, it's not a genital grooming product. It isn't from the <laughs> fine folks at, you know, Lambscaper, right? Uh, but yeah, so this thing, so this thing's like literally, this is 100% straight half snowmobile and half zero turn mower. So you stand on the thing on the left side That's of the screen. That's cool. So you stand on that thing, and then the tracky tracks are in the front doing their business, and then you got some handlebars in front of you. And it's just like a, uh, you know, one of them highfalutin uh, lawnmowers, but you stand on the back. Dang. Yeah, so your weight becomes the thing, what for compressing the, the snow and whatnot. So that's kind of fucking cool. I thought that was kind of neat. It's a little pricey at the, uh, you know, $8,950. Yeah, you got to buy a $9,000 trail groomer to ride Freedom your $500 snow. <laughs> what I think is hilarious. How about this? Did you guys notice that the price of that thing is $8,950, but shipping is only $30? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. only this big. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say, that's how you know they're going to send you that Volkswagen minivan version of what are the fuck. Yeah, that, that's a bad deal right there. So you guys, now that we're talking about ice, uh, I don't know if people watch the national news. But uh, Ohio, uh, yes. at least Hudson, Ohio. Uh, Hudson, which was only famous for two things, really. Snobbery? No, I would say the Hudson Haunted House. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when we were kids growing up, you yeah, couldn't listen yeah. to MMS for more than nine seconds yeah. from, like, I'd say mid-August till, well, mid-November without hearing an advertisement for 
Hudson Haunted House. <laughs> the scariest haunted house in America. <laughs> right. If you make it all the way through, we'll give you half your neighbor's money back. <laughs> right. right. And a it, clean diaper. And, a clean <laughs> 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 and the Hudson Haunted House was legend. Nice out. So it it was like one of the things that we knew about Hudson. Yeah. Right. And we knew that. And then okay. also kind of we we also knew that you could go skiing there. Like it was well, a Metro Parks thing and that was great. But now, my friends, Hudson, Ohio is going to be famous for something totally different. Infamous. Apparently, there has been a, I'm just going to say, a pandemic Mm -hmm. of frosty prostitution Mm -hmm. that I didn't even know about. It was the greatest moment of, of S, what is it called? C-SPAN or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing was this shit showed up in like 11 of my news feeds. Yeah. Nationally. Yep. International. It was on Al Jazeera. People laughing their ass off. Because of the, the ma- mayor of Hudson deemed, now, deemed hit. Not now I'm going to say this just because I want to <laughs> say it. <laughs> we live, we live in a place where just to our north, we have a piece of water that is the actual size of Armenia. Look that shit up. It's 54 miles across from here to the close, Leamington. Yeah. And that's the closest you can get to land. We live next to a body of water that is the actual fucking size of Armenia. <laughs> now, you are, believe it or not, allowed to go swim in that anytime you want. If you have the proper licensing, you can go fishing it anytime you want. Sail. You can sail. <laughs> you can boat. You can jet ski. You can scuba. Can you, you wet can, bike? You can. Well, yeah. you might. <laughs> if you I can. can. Right? <laughs> well, I can once. Yeah. Enough to win, but that's it. But here's the you thing: look for the Lake Erie monster. You can look for the Lake Erie monster. Here's another thing: you can swim naked. Mm-hmm. Totally legal. There's As a I lo- found out. There's a lot <laughs> of things that you can do in Lake Erie that fall under. We're in Ohio. Mm-hmm. You have a lake. Fair use. Fair use. <laughs> Go enjoy the lake, right? They're very liberal when it comes to using the lake. Sure. They do. I, I Look, I, I've grown up. I've never lived in my life. I've never lived more than about 900 feet away from that water hmm. in any home I've ever bought or owned or whatever. I've always lived pretty close to the lake. And since you do, yeah. you cannot live more than a mile away from exactly. it. Exactly. Because you always smell it. As a child, cool. Yeah, as a child, I knew that no matter I was like a refrigerator magnet. I automatically pointed towards the lake. I knew that's where North was. No matter where I went, that that device, that giant puddle up there, kept me literally aiming north. So here's the weird thing. I've grown up ice fishing. I've grown up putting my bicycles on the ice. I've ridden my bicycles as a child off a ramp into Lake Erie. At various velocities. I've lost a few bicycles in Lake Erie. I've lost a few garbage pick bicycles in Lake Erie. I've lost my mom's bicycle in Lake Erie. <laughs> it's remarkable what's at the bottom of Lake Erie, not far from any place I've lived. <laughs> but here's like the funny thing. Hundreds of wrecks, too, that you could explore. Right. If you dive. And, and bodies, too. As kids, we used to go out ice fishing on Lake Erie. And it's not complicated, it's not high tech. You need an auger or a sharp stick. And then you go out, and you don't need a fancy ice fishing rig, but if you do, they have those at, back then, Gold Circle or Best or whatever. Uncle Bill's. Uncle Bill's, Uncle Bill's yeah. They had that shit for under 20 bucks. They get the little tip and tell. Yeah, yeah those are awesome. Those they work, work really well. You can set up six or seven of them, and then you can just go have a beer with your friends, and then, boop, boop, there's fish at the end of those lines. Ice what? fishing's fun. But the fish are all, like, on barbs. Well, they are. And they're yeah, all, exactly. like, 
so lethargic and well again like it's ice fishing yeah everything moves slower and and it's basically ice drinking and eating exactly and when i was a kid we could drive to the end of the street by my house we could drive cars onto the ice and people would drive back and forth to canada on Lake Erie, yeah. because gas was cheaper here, groceries were cheaper here. So every once in a while, you see a car with Ontario plates pulling up to, uh, you know, the Giant Eagle or whatever. So here we have it. Actually, it was forty-three miles to the island. Right. So from, here's from our house. a thing. But do you know what was never a problem ever? Do you say prostitution? Prostitution. What? I know you guys are probably thinking right now, boy, that was a long walk for a twenty-dollar blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> but they were cheaper back then. Dude, did you hear me adjust? I did. I adjust for cost of living. The only thing that would make this story better is if the mayor, when he said it, had that thing from Always Sunny in Philadelphia with Charlie with all the the lines lines trying to connect all the shit together. Because, like, the way he connects this is so so fucking bizarre. Here's the thing They they will not allow ice fishing because, wait for it, ice fishing leads to ice shanties. Right. And, and they ice. won't allow ice shanties because ice shanties leads to prostitution. Obviously. And prostitution leads to an increase of manpower needed by the police force. And that's exactly it. And global so, warming. And that was exactly and what they said. Warming. They said that because of the stress it will put on their law enforcement agency in Hudson, Ohio, mm-hmm. they will not allow there to be ice fishing because ice fishing leads to ice shanties and ice shanties lead to prostitution. Huh. Did, you, uh, did, now, you, did you see Kevin Moore's post today? I did not. So Kevin Moore, our buddy, yeah, uh, he, lives out, that he lives out that way. Right. Yeah. He uh, he went to visit this old guy about getting a car, as yeah. he does. Cause as that's he does, thing. that's what he does. Yeah. And he's a seventy-year-old dude. And he's like, I want to show you something. Right. So he went to the Hudson Shack, that is the entrance to that lake. Yep. And he installed a red lantern, <laughs> and it's burning, and it said it said ice fishing this Saturday at eight p.m. At eight p.m. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I I just. One, that tells me that somebody has a very elevated view of what ice shanties are, okay? (laughs) So this is not, there is no such thing as a three-star ice shanty. (laughs) The best ice shanty in the world is half star, right? (laughs) Uh, There's no place, you have to bring a cooler to sit on. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And the other thing about ice shanties, no matter how good your ice shanty is, you're very rarely alone in it. Mm -hmm. So any oral that's happening is already something the police aren't going to be worried about. Okay? <laughs> There's already a lot of sex happening in ice shanties. You know who never calls the cops? People who are having sex in ice shanties. <laughs> Do you know the best guarded sex on the planet is sex that's currently happening in ice shanties? Probably so. If there's sex happening in ice shanties, paid for or gratis, nobody knows about it outside of the parties involved. I haven't seen it on Pornhub. Exactly. I'm going to tell you, if there's not a Pornhub channel, it doesn't exist. Ice Shanty Sex or yeah. Ice Shanty Weekend or, you know. Did anybody really look that up? Right. But now that we said. Did anybody really look yeah, that up? Yeah, next week? <laughs> www.frozeniceholes.com? You don't, you don't want to be the person on the bottom either. Because oh, your no. ass sticks okay. to the ice. Yeah. But, now, but now, here's the thing. Speaking from experience. Right. Yeah. right. What about exactly. shrinkage too? You're gonna try to. That's the little, other gonna, thing. Yeah. Right. The worst scenario. This is like trying to shoot pool with a piece of rope. <laughs> There's no way in hell. Okay, so I'm supposed to visualize this. It's five degrees Frankenstein. Okay. If you're so lucky. So it's five degrees Frankenstein. If you're lucky. Boy. 
You're you're out in what can best be described as Home Depot's cheapest shed. Right. With a hole in the ice. At least 900 feet from fuck all. Also, think about what you're wearing. Usually like long johns, underwear, thing. At least 14 layers. Yeah. You could probably tell somebody's going to have sex if you hear... 77 zippers. <laughs> and do you know how short your dick is after five layers? Right. You're not going to get any penetration. Oh. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. <laughs> Fucking go back to I fishing. Know, my dick is again, with no layer. Again. <laughs> do you know how I know there's no ice prostitution? Do you know how I know there's absolutely no ice happening in ice shanties for money? I'm not saying there's no sex in the champagne room. Right. I'm telling you there is absolutely sex happening in ice shanties. I guarantee it. I know there is. It's mostly single guys. Do you know sex. who else knows there is? The mayor of Hudson. Yeah. yeah. He knows He's a little busted. too much. And the fact that he this was so mayor. emphatic about it, he was so emphatic yeah. about it, that tells me... He's been out there banging hookers in ice shanties. <laughs> yeah. Not hookers. Not hookers. Other other, guys with other, <laughs> other guys that are away from their wife and kids for the weekend. Mm. Other guys who are away from their job or other guys that are... So you're saying that an ice shanty is like a rest stop? <laughs> I've, spent, I've spent a whole lot of time in my life out on the ice. And do you know what there's not on the ice? Do you know what people would be talking about for 20 years? There's not a lot of women out exactly. on the ice. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, That's yeah. exactly right. The point and is... And the ones that are like, hey, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, in my entire time of being on ice, I have never once... I would still be talking about it to this day. Not only if a woman that looked like a whore <laughs> was sending a message that she was in business... Yeah. Un you can't get a pizza delivered to ice. I've tried. <laughs> Let alone much less a twenty. How are you going to tell? How are you going to tell Vito the Delivery? John where to send Rebecca? Yeah. And so she ends up at the right ice shanty <laughs> to collect her sixty five dollars. I'm just imagining this Cadillac sedan Deville cruising around the Big ice chandeliers. All <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, right. Yep. Yeah, like in uh, Escape from New York. Got four <laughs> Vogue, he got four four Vogues and a hundred spokes, and he's rolling low. Mm. Shows up and he's like, "All right, Candy, get out there and earn my money." <laughs> yeah, no way. Put on your put on your fucking crampons and get out there on the ice and earn Daddy his money. Wait, that's a, that would be the the pimp and snow machine. That like would be the pimp and snow gotta, machine. We gotta make like there is no machine. way in hell. But then, but then when cornered, when the media smelled chum in the water oh, yeah. for this mayor that made this extraordinarily bold declarative statement, <laughs> and mind you, I'm gonna say it: this mayor's paid for sex before. <laughs> yeah, he's look at him. Yeah. He's look, he, this this guy knows what he's talking about. But here's the trick. He said that before he was a mayor, he was a television personality. Mm. Oh. Did you know that? No. No. So before he was a mayor, <clears throat> before he entered into the high-risk world of Hudson politics. He was the Warren Warren Ohio's uh uh uh, uh what do you call him? Uh, anchor man. <laughs> I wonder if he did an expose on prostitution in Ice Champions. He said that in his career as a newscaster, it was not uncommon to hear about prostitution in ice shanties. Hmm. So I did a deep dive into the news <laughs> from various different cities in Alaska. Okay. Where they would have such a thing. Yeah. And might, Minnesota. 
Right, where the shanties could be up for six. Where they have ten thousand lakes. Yeah, right. Theoretically, then ten thousand can survive minus eleven. Ten thousand shanties. Ten thousand shanties. I could not find a single case of a prosecution resulting in prostitution on the ice. They just don't have the police power to control it. Clearly. And it's clearly an epidemic because I couldn't find one fucking news story about it either. I think your biggest biggest argument against it is that I've gone ice fishing a number of times. And there are no women out on the ice. I'm going to say, I mean, yeah, there are no women at all. If, I mean, it's, if I, I ever I, saw a woman ice fishing, we would be talking about it to this day. Yeah. You could take it in a different direction and make yeah. it like Amsterdam yep. and be like, the lake is the red light district. This is where prostitution can happen. Exactly. And out away still, from the mainstream. And it would still require no law enforcement. None. At all. Yeah. You but just then the Coast Guard would have to rescue them all when the ice is floating to Canada. But the point is, I think what happened is this guy came home one day with a little lipstick on his dick. Uh, yep. And he yeah, had some exactly. splaining to do. Yep. Right? Or he, he got overcharged. He was like, fuck this bitch. I think he had some splaining to do. <laughs> and I think that that his wife... Are you sure it was lipstick or chew? Well, and that could be the other thing. Right? I think maybe it might have been a deal where it's like, no, honey, no, honey. I was really... I was on the ice all weekend with the boys. That would be painful. Oh, really? Chew. Right. A chick the giving mint. you a blowjob with a dip in? Ooh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he it's got like home. I think Ooh. he got home and he had some sort of evidence of some sort of misconduct. And his answer was, well, honey, I was on the ice all weekend. Nothing could have possibly well, happened. It's my fault. Goddamn prostitutes are all over the place. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus right. Christ. Right. They're That's like, exactly. flies on shit out here. <laughs> mm-hmm. They were taking my piss. No, we got to no. stop this, honey. Right. I don't think there's any chance in hell. And the fact that he said it, but here's my favorite thing. With a straight face, he said it. How about this? How about we just all agree as humans, we all just agree that when we say something stupid, we stop, we walk away from the microphone and we go, that was stupid. That was stupid, yeah. Quit doubling down on shit. People, stop doubling down on dumb shit. I know that we all say dumb shit. We all say dumb shit. When we say dumb shit. Just let it go. Just yeah. let it go. Yeah. Just walk away. The double guns. You have to go, gotcha. Just go home. And walk away. Just go home. Stop doubling down on shit that is patently stupid. This guy doubled down on something that was patently stupid. I think if we went back and looked at his entire career of newscasting, wherever the fuck he might have been. And again, I'm allowing Wisconsin and and Minnesota as being options where there might be some ice fishery and and shack nastiness. Pandemics of... Pandemics of blowjobs happening in ice shanties. Dan, and all your ice fishing, you've ice fished, right? Yeah. Have you ever encountered a prostitute? Or a female? Not once. No <laughs> prostitute. And he didn't even give that kind of like, no, no, no. No, honey. He legitimate straight up. I mean, if he was lying, we'd all know. Right? Have you ever encountered alcohol on the ice? Had what? Encountered alcohol on the ice. Every single time. Have, you ever, encountered, have you ever encountered a grill out on the ice? A woman. Um, yeah. You've ice fished with a woman? I've seen women ice fishing in okay. Wisconsin. Right, yeah. right, right, exactly. And I just found a place that del- delivers pizza to your ice shanty. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the Schwaben. But here's the crazy so part. So pizza's cold word for uh, BJ? Well, Is that what I'm saying? If anchovies. Do you oh, want the anchovies? Order anchovies? anchovies. <laughs> Double anchovies. I saw that movie. Loverboy, yeah. yeah. Right, but here's the trick <laughs> that I'm absolutely 100% certain of. Had there ever been a target-rich opportunity for prostitution? We would know. Because 
we would all be talking about the prostitutes at Mid-Ohio. That's true. There's RVs. There's thousands of men with thousands of dollars all in one place. Would you rather have a frozen coochie or would you rather go to AMA Vintage Days and leave leave with a Vincent Black shadow? So to speak, the fucking covered in mud. Seriously, if if you were if you were a bad prostitute, if you were like a seventeen dollar prostitute, you could be a ninety dollar prostitute at Mid Ohio. Because I'm going to tell you, it's location, location, like, location. Frostbite, you or wouldn't even oil have smell. to get dirty. Oh, I mean, and the thing is, is not to be. You could just stroke. go to the nicer campers. Stroke, stroke, like, of course, for any lady, stuff. Even not yeah. prostitutes, like just a normal like woman that wants to go to Mid Ohio. More if, play than they can handle. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you're like a four, Liza got seven phone numbers. Right. If you're a four in the real world, you're okay. eleven. At Mid Ohio, <laughs> no, 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 for real. It doesn't know. That's not even playing around. No, yeah, yeah. I've That's been true. to Mid Ohio with various different ladies, and it's like you can't walk down the aisle with a woman that's wearing an eleven-pound wedding ring. They don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, wolf after, whistle. Yeah, after Wednesday, after Friday night at maybe eight or nine o'clock, you know, eighteen twenty-six beers in them. These guys are straight up assholes. Like, it's not cool. It's pretty thick. No, we we did all right though with the uh, with the short bus when we had it down there with the uh, again the door the door on the short bus was open for eleven seconds and we had people on the roof doing stripper pole action like it's goddamn unhinged. It is straight up unhinged. If I were a prostitute looking to make, but the mayor of Hudson was there too. Dollars the easy way, <laughs> I would just go to Mid Ohio and only go to the nicest RVs. The the Jurassic Classic. Yes. Would be another place that that would be. There you go. And and that's probably really going on there, I would think. <sighs> but the point is, no. No. <laughs> Outside of drowning worms, it's nothing. Not nothing's <laughs> happening on the ice. I'm sorry. If you guys read the news story and you got some kind of great thing, like there was some actual real prostitution, I'm not saying there's no sex on the ice shanty, because there probably is sex in the ice shanty. You know what? There, I, I'm going to correct you. Yeah. Because 20 people got fucked on the ice. Last weekend, <laughs> when the ice flow broke loose in yeah. a south wind, yeah. and was were blowing them towards Canada, yeah, yeah. and they had to be rescued it by the Coast every year, Guards. Man. So. Every year, uh, now, but even they, in, in even in Hudson, this this didn't involve Lake Erie. Right. This involved some little pond these that they ponds. have about the size of, yeah. of Cinch's pond. You know, where's the anonymity there? There's no right. anonymity, and also there's eagle cams everywhere. Yeah. So you could just <laughs> be like, you know, if you, you see, you know, Slutty Sally walking out in her <laughs> fucking, you know, catch me, fuck me pumps. <laughs> yeah. And she's yeah. got on her, you know, her crampons on her six inch heels. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. like dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. looking like a fucking weirdo T Rex. And yeah. she's going out on the ice. All the all the eagle cameras are going to catch it. You know, mm. whatever. It's just a silly, stupid thing. Yeah, and it's and that's the other thing too is like. And you they know, won't give blowjobs to the cops for free. That's the that's, that's the, the source of the problem. The problem. That's <laughs> the deal. Yeah, the cops want to cut on the action. I don't. I just think it's one completely unhinged mayor that just realized he said something stupid. He couldn't come with. He could not come up with a good reason to not let people fish in the winter. And that's on, all it was. On his pond. On his pond. Yeah. That's what it was. He so just go fuck your hat. Go fuck your hat. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Weekend hooker. That's pretty good. Yeah. 
weekend hooker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yep. Yeah. Our new t-shirt. Not since Canadian man of action Bud Ford has somebody fucking literally said some stupid shit the way this guy did. Uh, and it's all snow-based anyway. So, yay, that's really fun. I thought we'd so have a you, good time with did, that. Did you read the whole article about those people? It's like So they were all on ATV. Some of them had like 700s. What happened yeah. to the ATV? Are they just in the lake now? They save you. They yeah. don't save So there's their- a rule about that. Yeah, John and I were trying to figure out how we could go get them. Locate them. And- an airboat. If you had an airboat, you could get out there. And- so every year. They'd probably float. Every the year there's, you know, people that get fucked over. And every year the Coast Guard goes out and picks them up. And every year, the Coast Guard people say, this helicopter is really expensive. All of us are really expensive. If we fall through the ice and die saving your stupid ass, that's really expensive. Mm -hmm. So here's the rule. We're picking you up, we're picking you up, and we're picking you up. But all your shit stays down on the ice. And if you go back later to pick up your shit. (laughs) We're not picking you up. Oh, no, we're going to pick you up. But you're going directly to jail. Hmm. And we're going to send you a bill for this rescue operation. Now, the way it stands at the moment, because this has happened to one of my neighbors, is if you're on the ice and if your snow machine falls through the ice or if your jet ski falls through the ice or if you're whatever. <laughs> now, the jet skis get lost in the harbor. But the point being, you're given a bill by the EPA. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. And so the EPA bills you for the fact that you've now introduced a bunch of oil and a bunch of gas to our pristine watershed. Right. So, yeah, but here's what I can guarantee. It might kill some of the deadly algae, though. Yeah, it's true. It ain't going to be cheap. Yeah, no shit. And it's less, it's less money to watch that machine go away than it is to pay the fine, because with the money for the fine, you could have bought seven of those. Oh, so right now, when we have these people that are picked up, it's literally like whoever's the highest ranking person on a helicopter looks at you and tells you not to fuck up. Mm. And then whoever the lowest ranking person on that helicopter is looks at you and goes, now I know you think he was just doing his job, but I'm going to tell you, we take great pleasure in extremely servicing you if we have to go back out and get you. Like if we have to go back out and get you, you're getting a neck brace. You're getting tied to a board. You're probably going to go directly to the hospital because of exposure. Right. Like we're not taking any chances with you on the next run. And then the cops can come and pick you up at the hospital once they realize you don't have frostbite. Right. Plus you'll be yeah. incontinent too. Yeah. That's also true too. Yeah. So realistically, I think for people that have made the mistake, Every time I've read a story about somebody who fucks up and loses their Buick or fucks up and loses their Yamaha or whatever. Cars are the best. The cars are the best by far because every year there's at least a dozen cars. People are like, well, it's after Christmas. I can drive from Peely Island or I can drive from Middle Bass out to Peely. You used to be able to, but not now. If I was on my snow snow machine, I'd go for it. (laughs) If you didn't let off the throttle. Just stay on the throttle and hit the water. (laughs) When I was a kid, I dramatically remember. It's only 500 bucks. All the Christmas trees. I'd make it. Yeah, all the Christmas trees, the dead Christmas trees get lined up on the ice. And that's how we would go from Sandusky out to Middle Bass and from Middle Bass out to Peely, which is kind of special because Peely, you're in Canada. But they also used to sound the ice. They used to drill holes through the ice. They had to be like 18 inches thick. And it was like, it was was way different. different. Yeah, it was way And we all knew when it was good to go out and shit like that. But yes, every year, somebody out here in Bay Village gets a wild hair up their ass. They're going to use the quad they've used once a year. And they're going to go out onto the ice and yeah, whatever. And then it's hilarious. And then it's hilarious. Yep. How we can tell here is there's a rule for us. We live out there. If the ice is smooth, it's not safe. So smooth ice is generally ice that's frozen very quickly. It 
frozen very quickly. It's a nice, beautiful sheet of ice. And as kids, we could go out and play on it and stuff like that. But you couldn't put anything real heavy on it. And because what's going to happen is nature hasn't had its way with it yet. So what will happen is you're going to get some wind blow up. You're going to get some temperature changes. And then all that big, smooth ice is going to fuck off. And like one morning, you're going to wake up. and You're going to be like, there was ice here yesterday, as far as I could see. And now there's water. And now there's water, as far as I can see. Where'd the fucking ice go? It's it's amazing how much wind does stuff. It went west. I did a time. It went north. A couple couple weeks ago, I did a time lapse in my pond. Oh, yeah. It was all frozen over, and then the sun came out, and like this part opened up. Yep. And then the ice thing started to just go like this and move all over the place. It was really cool. And I have a picture from 1976 of me, my best friend, my mom, and her mom standing out on the Kiskiminicus River. There the Kiskiminicus River runs through my hometown. It is the fastest river in Pennsylvania or something wow. like that. It's a big river. It never freezes. In 1976, it froze she over. froze. Yeah. Just barely. Yeah. Mom sent me out with a, with with a, a stick. With a broom. With a broom. <laughs> and we literally walked right out into the middle yeah. of this fucking river. If we'd have fallen in, yeah, gone. You're, you're in and under the ice and, and gone. we'll see you next spring. Yeah, you're yeah. gone. You're yeah. not going to pop up through you that hole like a way? fucking no. seal. You'd have been a Johnsicle. It was my brother-in-law, John. When I look at that picture, when I look at that picture and all of our dumbasses standing yep. out there in the middle of the ice, oh, ah, yeah. I'm like, well, think back like when it actually yeah. used to snow for like five months straight and the, the, the streets would have like 20 foot piles of snow. Yeah. yeah. We'd make forts in them. You were only two feet tall. Though. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, dude, it's 78, 79. It was tall. I mean, it was big. Even there for was like, one I winter. Think, I always think that that is true. Yeah. <clears throat> but really what it, I mean, the piles were like, you know, tall when you're a little kid, <laughs> but then they would freeze, and then you could walk on the right. top of them, and yeah. they would be. The, and then they'd turn browner and blacker. It is Cleveland. And browner yeah. and blacker, yeah. and then but they stay the same size, and then at the end of the winter, everything would be green except for that black pile of oh, shit. Oh, there'd always be one pile of, yeah. in the middle of the like in the middle of the like Sears parking lot it's or something. It's called a glacier. There would be a glacier. <laughs> That would be like literally black ice. It would just dude, be solid black. I think we remember. Yeah, I like think a black we remember crystal. bigger than it. No, because there's uh, pictures, dude. Though there's yeah. cars where like like my mom and dad's car is here, yeah. and the snow pile is like five feet taller. But my point to that was we had though, some good snow piles. This yeah. this little one. But yeah. like, but my point is, is that like if you think back then, like we used to hollow these things out. We had like rooms and tunnels yeah. and all stuff. Oh, yeah. Dude, all that snow had to do was go. And like, oh, it happens. Nobody would ever know that you were either in there. Your no. mom would be like, oh, he, he's, he ran away. And meanwhile, you're he dead in the front. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, honestly, that's yeah. a good thing for society. We killed off the stupid kids until 1983. <laughs> <laughs> like until 1983, How'd the, the other ones didn't make it. How'd the other ones slip through? Exactly. So what happened after 1983 is they part, started putting wood chips around playground equipment. Uh yeah, and that's yeah, what fucked it over. So bicycle that. helmets and wood chips around playgrounds equipment. <laughs> our society got dumber by like half. And they lowered yeah. the equipment too. They lowered the equipment. They started making it out of nice soft wood. Like up until 83, straight up, you could go to the quote playground yeah, that was on asphalt or yeah, concrete. Black top. Yeah. Right. I'm going to play on the rocket ship. You look at the rocket ship, you're like, that's 37 feet tall. It's made out of recycled World War II surplus steel. It's rusty already. And the only shiny parts were from the kids bleeding on it. Right? <laughs> or the, or, or Our the favorite slugs. thing was playing on the tank. Exactly. We had a tank. We had a big oh, yeah. metal fucking tank too. Yeah. What, about, what about the slides that like in July, yeah. they're like 197, yeah. you can cook eggs on them. And Simple point. Like, None of that shit exists today. No. And that's why we have... St- 
stupid fucking people. You ever met a 30 year old person? They're dumb as a box of fucking well, no, hammer handles. Nailed it. Like there were slides. I remember slides yeah. that were like 30 feet tall. And easily. But the sides were only like that yeah. big. Well, that the, na- the ladder got narrower as you got to the top. Yeah. So you get to the top and those were considered like the good park. You go to the good park. You're the park by our house that had a little low shit, right? But you go to that one good park in the city that had the really tall slide yep. that go on the bottom into that like collection of grass and gravel and broken beer bottles and stuff. <laughs> and you just come off the bottom of that thing at about 73 miles an hour and just go right through your fucking Levi's. You know, we had the Sears, the tough skins, you know, Huskies. I had the Huskies. Yeah. Yeah. I admit it. But the point Four, being, fortified with several iron-on patches. Hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> Tickle my fancy! You know, all that bullshit frog with his tongue hanging out and stuff, because mom had no better choice after you went through your last pair of fucking dungarees. Right. But no shit that, like, the better playground equipment really dropped the IQ points of our country. Mm-hmm. Several, several fucking things. They huh? replaced the one at Sloan, uh, yeah. and it's like, Piper, we used to like going there. It was our little hidden oh, one. Oh, Sloan go, was cool, yeah. Yeah, we'd yeah. go there after John's Diner. We'd have breakfast, yeah. and we'd go over there and play. Yeah, block They away. replaced it with stuff that I can only could think would be conceived yeah. by the neighbors who didn't want kids right. to play there. Yeah. It was like modern <laughs> art sculpture that yeah. no kid could play on. Like, they wouldn't even figure out how to figure it out. It was like this out. thing that was just yeah. a bent pole with balls on it, and it was like... <laughs> The fuck do you do with this? We had a merry-go-round that seated 27 people. Yes, the merry-go-rounds were and, the best. And had it somehow managed to have nine sharp edges on it. It wasn't round. It was nine. It was like a, a, a noctagon. But it was the strangest fucking thing. Yeah, 27 kids, three per side. It was great. You could get that thing up to 900, 1000 RPMs. Oh, yeah. If you had a buddy, an older kid that had a moped or a mini bike. the moped wheel in the back. Yeah, oh, that was good. My job was to spin the shit out of that thing. All my buddies would get on. I was the big kid. It was like, all right, let's pull them up. Get everybody (laughs) But you know what's the funny thing? Here's what's hilarious. We lost two or three kids a year just getting under it. And I oh, would spin. Yeah, yeah. So under, a kid would get under it. And this thing has a flywheel that the Romans never thought of. The flywheel yeah. effect on this is like 9,000 horsepower. Yeah. Because you got 27 kids moving at 30 miles per hour to the math. And then one kid, you know, usually the not so smart kid, would like get his leg hooked up underneath. And that kid would end up under it. And he would just get torn to ribbons. Like the kid just got Ground fucked up. on an epic level. And that's how you got, you know, you know billy well there you go right <laughs> sometimes they make it sometimes they don't uh, where's billy these days well, exactly i would spin that son of a bitch till somebody flew the fuck out. of course <laughs> absolutely yeah and again and then go. i would right. stop and i'd spin right. it back the other, the other way, way. Yeah. 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 again we also had swings that you could see the lake from so like <laughs> oh, you yeah. could swing high enough on the, where the chain would snatch yeah. and you'd swing high enough on those fucking things you'd be like holy shit i can see over the school okay, wait i want to know what school's three stories those. tall what did you call those? What's that? You know when you got up there and then the chains the would chain get would loose? Snatch? We call them cherry bumps. Cherry bumps. I, I don't know, know why. I mean, we that's just, what we, we, we call we just cherry bumps. The chain would snatch. That was just when you knew to slow the fuck down. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. would jump off. We had we had like... We had records. We had, were like, okay, we'd start yeah. out. Yeah. Okay, I'd jump off. Yeah. Uh, three feet. Right. Four feet. No, four. no, Next no, thing no. you know, we're sending it. We're letting go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right yeah. at the yeah. top. Yeah. Yeah. I landed it. Our goal was to make it off the grass or make it off the asphalt, make it to the grass. Yeah. So if you could send it hard enough to clear the asphalt or clear the concrete and make it to the grass, nice soft landing. Swing the curb was the problem. Yeah. Swing the curb at the edge of the... Yeah. 
Swing as hard as you can. Yeah. And when you get going as high as you can, yeah. jump off. No, yeah. we learned though. If you went if you went all the way, you just went up and straight in the air and then yeah. you came down twice well, as you hard. You gotta get the angle. You gotta get the angle degrees. just right. Forty five degrees for maximum trajectory. Yeah. It was very good for science. I think it made us all better at science. Right. <laughs> Again, I didn't it also make, made us all I better at drooling and I didn't really make it past forty five degrees, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Again, yeah. yeah but, but the games on the playground were like Kill the man with the ball. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you had the ball, you okay. mean smear the queer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We can say that. I mean, I'm going to tell you, it's historically accurate. Yeah. I mean, that's just what it was. We used to right. have football helmets and boxing gloves. And just beat the shit out of each other with boxing gloves with football helmets. We're on. perfect. Yeah, that's it. Again, most kids today don't do that. Most kids are more like, you know, oh man, I just slaughtered him at Minecraft or whatever. Yeah. You know, they've never played it 1981 or 1983 on three fucking front yard football. Oh, yeah, where like, yeah. it, like there was yeah. at least somebody went to the hospital every day from something. But, but when, Hoff, when Hoff was growing up, they come in from recess and they're bleeding and shit like that. Their shirts are torn up. So, okay, the kids are pretty cool right now. Yep. All out uh, of juice. Yep. No, but if you they're said but the up. thing is, you could beat the shit out of anybody. But if you said shit, you would be you would oh, go yeah, right yeah, to the yeah, principal's yeah, office yeah, yeah, and you yeah, would yeah. sit there all day long. Yeah. yeah. And they would scream at you all day long because you swore. Well <laughs> it was there, ridiculous. Were, there were things that were sacrosanct. Yeah. That snowballs was too. Yeah. We got the whole school got a detention because we were throwing snowballs after school. Oh really? Not on the property. We were not even on the school property. And we were throwing snowballs. She called us in the next day, put everybody in the gym. Really? And like Made us stay for two Someone's hours. Someone's still salty about it. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, so that's bullshit. <laughs> that's bullshit. Yeah. It wasn't even at school property. <laughs> would, you, would you guys like to hear a message from Dustin Nickerson? Yes. So yes. Dustin Nickerson's one of our Patreons, <laughs> and because you're a Patreon, you get access to the hot phone, the bat phone. This. You can send messages and shit, and we will read them on the air. This dude has an actual motorcycle, not playground related question, um, which I know we're gonna have to change gears. Okay, but anyway. Dustin Nickerson says, and I'm, I'm doing this for John. I'm reading this message for John. Oh, boy. Because, because there's going to be parts of this that are really going to fucking bother John. Because on one hand, you'll see. All right. So it Dust, hurts when it's true. Dustin, Dustin writes, <laughs> what are your thoughts on Royal Enfield? Mm. I saw you were are a dealer. We are not a dealer. We stopped being a dealer in about 2014, 2015, okay? 2014 at least, maybe 13. Anyway, I came across a 2015 Royal Enfield Classic 500, that's a single cylinder, that had 3,000 miles on it for $1,000 last October. I bought it, I went through it, replacing dry rotted tubing, changing all the fluids, replacing the dry-rotted tires with Dunlop K70s, and truing the wheels. I found the back wheel was bent, and I replaced it too. I got everything back together in January and have been riding it. I really enjoy it, but what are some things I should watch for and or upgrade and replace? I also bought a Himalayan a couple of weeks ago, new and just passed 100 miles an hour doing that, or 100 miles rather, doing that crazy run-in schedule. Okay. You should replace the Royal Enfield with a Honda. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm, no. I'm going to give this fair consideration. Mm -hmm. If I could buy that same Royal Enfield for a thousand bucks, I'd consider it. I would too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would yeah. too. I don't think but, that was a bad deal at all. And you did the exact right thing. Right. Indian rubber was crap. 
Yep. It was dry. It was bad from the beginning. Yeah. So I would definitely go through and get rid of all the Indian rubber, put a new set of tires on it, new anything rubber. And the tires were Avons. So the yeah. tires that came on all those Royal Enfields were Avons, but they were not British Avons. Yeah. But definitely the tires would be the last thing to buy and replace. Make sure the motor <laughs> runs. Well, yeah, because that's the most cause, expensive. Because yeah. you're like, yeah, oh, I'll bite the tires. Yep. I'll change it. Those are but easy. And the then all of a sudden you're like, The 2015 is not the old motor. It's the newer motor. and so It is what's no, called the UCE unit, motor, unit yeah. constructed engine. Right. But yeah. still, I mean, if it's a bike that you don't know if it's yeah. going to run or oh, not. No, true. You are I mean, true. Just, so just I'm assuming it's a, this is a fuel-injected Enfield. It is. Yeah. So 2015, it would be a fuel-injected unit, UCE motor, five-speed, 500 single. But John and I have gone through, I have done three, three top ends, three heads mm-hmm. on these. And in all three cases, they were motorcycles that were broken in gently. And then the first time the motorcycle was taken out at over 70 miles an hour, um, we had head gasket leak. Mm-hmm. And I also had one that was broken in gently and had this weird thing about consuming about a quart of oil, about a quart of oil every thousand miles. Wow. Yeah. So I've definitely can tell you that the 500 single is not one of my favorite motors by far. Uh, City bike, right? I mean, if you're never going to take it over 50. I guess the real thing is they were engineered to go 35 miles an hour with a family of six. (laughs) <laughs> like factual statement common. factual <laughs> statement but they weren't designed to go from zero to 70 as fast as they could they were never designed to be ridden the way americans ride which means always going 70 sometimes going 80 and a royal enfield single cylinder 500 does not like going 70 sometimes 80 it's but, just not what they're good at i've said it a million times yeah. if that's what you want to do with it mm-hmm. then you need to change your final ratio everything yeah, you need yeah. a serious up gear. If you're yep. going to ride it on the highway, yep. you can't leave it stock. You I've, need to take. Uh, yeah, they were geared really fucking low. So the in bottom end stock. Though? Yeah, so in stock. Well, they were the eventually. The bottom end was basically a 25 pound yep. weight. It was a this big, the world's biggest flywheel. With an interesting system of a roller ball yep. bearing on one side yep. and then a ball bearing on the That's other right. side and then the other side of the crank. It was a funky mm-hmm. setup. But it had a huge yeah. flywheel built into the crank. Thrust. Well, here's the trick, and this is What's something. Oh, I just wondered how they controlled thrust with a with the world's two biggest bearings. There was a roller bearing. One's a ball bearing. One's a flat roller. So you had a plane oh, bearing okay, on one okay. side. You had a plane bearing on one side. A roller bearing on the other okay. side. Okay, and, and it worked fine. Bearing. The plane bearing took care of the thrust. But here's what I'm going to tell you: they were geared really low, so that even an idiot. First timer out of the box with a Royal Enfield 500, didn't matter what it was, could give it a little bit of throttle and get that very heavy flywheel spinning. Let the clutch out with any kind of enthusiasm and pick the front end right up on the fucking bike. They wheelied great for a 500. The downside was the C5s like you had had that beautiful rear fender that went almost all the way to the ground. And so when you'd wheelie the thing, almost every time you'd fucking destroy the rear fender. So... That became an issue for a lot of customers who were like, I don't know what happened. I just let the clutch out. The light turned green. I was excited. I let the clutch out. Next thing I know, the bike's running away from me across the street. So we had a lot of unintentional wheelies with the Royal Enfields. When we built my custom bike that we did for the motorcycle show, I changed the gearing on that by two fucking teeth up front and a tooth in the back as much as I could literally overdrive it. 
And then first gear was totally usable. And I had a bike that would run 80 plus miles per hour. Hmm. So I found an extra top, extra 10 miles per hour on the top end of that motorcycle, changed the factory exhaust away from the catalytic converter exhaust, really did a lot to open that bike up. And that bike would run over 80 without blowing up. Did they run lean or rich? They ran lean as hell. Absolutely lean as hell. But the one thing was, is they did have a screw on the side of the fuel injector that was actually an air valve, an air control valve. So you could operate the screw on the side of the air filter, which would uh, adjust your amount of air coming into the system, which would thereby kick the fuel injector up. Yeah. So, but what I would do, but I think you have found most of the problems that existed with Royal Enfields. The wheels that weren't round, that was a big problem. Uh, bolt holes that went where bolts weren't supposed to be. That like there was a lot of weird fitment things. What was with the those. first year for those M fields to come out? With the new, uh, with the new, I think it was two thousand and nine. Okay, was two thousand and nine was the first year they were unit constructed engine. So Prior to that, it was a separate motor transmission. He's well past any of those transmission problems. Or yeah, because the transmission problems I think were two thousand and ten or eleven was when we had every single gearbox was bad. One hundred percent of the gearboxes had a faulty second and third gear. Second, third, and fourth. Eventually the fourth, yeah. The guys found out early. The guys who jumped in real early and only replaced the second and third gear then later found out the fourth was bad, too. I always thought that was a windage problem. When you looked at the crankcase, they had webbing that came down too far and wouldn't let oil sling up up into the transmission. And they fixed it by giving you the race. I love the race, the racing gearbox. Like there'd never be a racing (laughs) gearbox for a 22-horsepower, 500cc motorcycle. Well, but yeah, they could be racing in the Vespa class. No, yeah, all they were were the regular gears Back machined cut. out with a bronze phosphor bushing in Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Oh. Yep, absolutely. Same. That was exactly what we, we measured. We, like, we compared them, and it was clearly, it was just the bronze bushing that made the difference. So here's the thing. If, you got an, if I got an Enfield you know, C5, G5, B5, any of those 500cc bullets, I'd count myself lucky if I got it for 1000 bucks. I might not feel so lucky if I got it for 2000 bucks, right? So I think he did the right thing. You scored, I, always, yeah. well, I always wanted to turn one into an Enduro, like an yeah. off-road, like yeah. lighten it up as much as possible. And they sold a kit for that. Put some big chunky knobbies on it. Yep. It'd be fun for, you know, <laughs> doing some, I mean, yeah, it's they got did lots a, of torque. And, yeah, they did a woodsman kit for it and stuff. And like, you could buy all that stuff and build one See, out. I feel the same way about the Urals. Right. It's like a 650 Ural. Yeah. Like they're selling for like six thousand bucks, and you think I wouldn't give you a thousand no, for it? I mean, I wouldn't no. give you almost anything for a six fifty no. Ural. No, because the things something's going to go wrong. The last Ural I got, you got right now. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly I mean, that's, it. There's something right. going wrong with it. And modern Urals are just when you see how much a modern Ural is, you're going to fucking die. Well, like twenty grand. Somebody has the balls to charge that much money for that piece of anyway. I digress. So that's a so Dustin, that's the deal, man. And I'm glad you got a Himalayan. I hope you like it. So that's cool. Uh, later, been enjoying it. But the later Royal Enfields, the Enfields that were produced in the new factory, all seem to be much better quality. And people really, you do. don't need an exorcist. You don't need an exorcist <laughs> to come in. Yeah, you don't need John to replace all the transmissions. The uh, uh, Jerry Minikowski says, "Hey, I got a question. If I'm trading in a bike, should I look at the NADA or the KBB?" <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> Look at mm. that's the fucking oil discussion right there. That's the oil form <laughs> question, right? Now I'm going to tell you exactly what I it liked is. our little uh, competition I had with Cinch when I evaluated right. his bike. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. I, I looked his bike up. I came up with $4,400. There you go. You looked up an FZ, not an FJ. Yeah. Well, it's the same bike. Okay, no, well. No. <laughs> All right. So just, just one letter. Yeah. Just for the sake of fun, we're going to look up. What year's your bike cinch? 2015. <laughs> okay. And it's a Yamaha? FZ09. No, FJ09. FJ09. I know better. Buck right? a CC. So... Uh, <laughs> FJ09. So we're going to look up Kelly Blue Book and then we're also going to look up NATO. Okay. Kelly so Blue we're going to do both. Okay. So we're going to do Kelly Blue Book and we're going to look up NATO. And uh, I kind of know which, which way this is headed because I do this for a living. <laughs> All right. So uh, the first one we're going to look at, we're going to look at, uh, they call that bike an FJ09 Street Sport. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So they call it a street sport. So the first one we're going to do is Kelly Blue Book. Um, So what people don't know about Kelly Blue Book is Kelly Blue Book tends to be operated by the the insurance industry. And the Illuminati. What's that? (laughs) Illuminati. (laughs) Yeah. And so you're going to see there's some some different ways that they do the pricing. Okay. So first of all, uh, we're gonna pull Kelly up here. So Kelly, this is this is Steve's bike. Now to preface this, <laughs> that's that's way more than that's worth. On. Okay, so right now Kelly Blue that's Book a trade-in value. Kelly Blue Book says and that we're his talking about a trade-in. Trade-in value. <laughs> he's gonna be trading it in buy another motorcycle. You're okay. trading yours in to get an Africa twin. In no, good I'm con- selling mine to get an Africa twin. What's the difference between trading and selling? I'm glad I'm going to tell you. We're, We're going to talk about that. <laughs> We're actually going to talk about that. How far because, you have to bend over? Because Nada helps you explain that. All right, so here we go. So Kelly Blue Book, Kelly Blue Book says in good condition with typical mileage, his trade-in value is fifty-three forty. That's the amount of money a dealership is going to give you, and then the dealership is going to sell this vehicle and will be afforded by a thing called margin. Okay, they'll be they'll be endowed by their maker with profit that keeps them being in business and being a dealer because you can click this button that says typical listing price. And then it says, well, this is the price they typically list for. See what happened there? Yeah, we went from we went from fifty three forty. To seventy-seven. To seventy-seven thirty-five. So that's what you wish you could get for it versus what you can actually get for it. Don't say it yet. Don't say it yet. (laughs) Don't say it yet. Because... that bike's got a really bad vibration, too. All of them. Uh, All right. So, because... And here's what's important. And this is why we got to play the game. This is why we kind of have to play the game. And you have to go back and forth between these two different companies. Okay. So we see that a trade-in value was about fifty-three hundred bucks, and we see a typical listing price was about seventy-seven hundred. That's okay? you know the guys that usually buy them are overly optimistic. You know. Okay. So <laughs> now we're gonna look at Nada. All right. So Nada is sponsored by JD Power. Okay. And you're gonna see that there's quite a big difference here. Okay. So Nada does not give you wholesale, or sorry, Nada doesn't give you trade-in. trade-in. Yeah. You should be thinking of trade-in as wholesale. Okay, trade-in is wholesale. Trade-in is a dealer buys it at auction. Trade-in is, you know, how I buy bikes. Okay, that's trade-in. Retail, low retail. Now, here's what's kooky. As opposed to Kelly Blue Book, which apparently uses, I don't know, a divining rod, sacrifices a chicken, opens up a window. Magic eight ball, <laughs> right? A little bit of that, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Give it three shakes, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what Nada does, Nada, Nada will like to brag. Nada uses actual bikes that have sold according to title transfers and stuff in your state in the past eighteen months. Okay, so Nada has a system that they come up with a price, and you'll see that they do not offer a wholesale. 
Okay. Nada does not offer you a wholesale price. Nada does not offer you a, uh, a trade-in price. Nada says that these bikes have sold, a bike that sold originally for $10,490, brand new, sells for between $59.70, and its average price it sells for is $78.55. So there's going to be some above it and some below it. Okay. That gives you an idea what it sells for. But as you can see, there's quite a big fucking difference mm-hmm. between, but when we get to the typical listing price, remember that number 78.55. Okay. Remember 78.55. Got it. Because when we go back to KBB and we say, KBB, what is your typical listing price? Well, it's pretty fucking close. Mm-hmm. Okay. So really it's about $80 difference. So in this particular case, NADA was about 50 bucks higher than KBB. And something to consider about Cinch's bike yeah. is he'll be giving you about $2,800 worth of suspension and other stuff for and free. And that's a big, Farkles big thing. don't count. And that's <laughs> not in that. Farkles don't yeah. count. Yeah. Flare, flare. Not there, but for the person also, right. four seats, four windscreens. Yeah. Farkles oh, yeah. don't your count. Ass. Right. You can adjust your ass to what you want to fucking yep. feel like on that bike. I, I'm going to guarantee it. Plus it was wrecked twice. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. John says what. sparkles don't count. If you keep all that stuff, will you give me $2,000 off the price of the bike? Yeah, that's how I play the game backwards. Every time somebody comes in my shop and goes, I know I'm tra- I, I want to trade my if bike you, in. Seriously, if you want to, if you can take the rear shock and put the other one back, the fork the fork cartridges right. back out, I could sell those for twelve, fourteen, eighteen hundred bucks on Adventure Rider right. all day Holy long. Cow, so then I can, get the, like, uh, I can get the, the bike for four. King? I can, you'll take my $4,500 offer? No, no, 53 Look what it says over there. No, no, 45 I'm here with money. $92,000 in this bike. Okay. Show them the money, Jack. Right, Show them the money. Here's what I'm going to tell you. The secret to selling <laughs> not, a motorcycle. Not yet. Not yet. The secret to selling a motorcycle is to know two things and know these two things intimately. Know the bottom What's number your you're going to sell the bike for. Yep. What's your number? What's your fucking bottom? If you come into my shop and you're going to try to trade your bike into me, I'm going to only ask you one question. What's your fucking number? Well, I was hoping you'd tell me. Get the fuck out of my store. <laughs> Why did you even come in here with that bullshit? I was hoping you'd tell me. Because I wanted an appraisal service for free. Whatever you tell me, I'm going to ask a thousand more for and put it up on Craigslist. Again, go fuck your head. Okay. Uh, why? Everybody wants a free appraisal. I'd fuck that hat. <laughs> <laughs> so... If you don't know how much money you're willing to take for your bike or your car or your house or whatever the fuck it is, you probably shouldn't be selling. You you're, shouldn't be selling it. You're fishing shanty. You're yeah, right. <laughs> you should probably look at Kelly Blue. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, hey, my fishing I got, is a I got two bad star. news for you. If you don't <laughs> know, a prostitute. If you don't know what Free. your shit's worth, if you don't know that your shit's worth seventy-seven thirty-five, Unky Phil is going to offer you. Fifty-three forty. That's too high. Hold on. Hold on. I'm not done yet. But wait, there's more. Have you ever played the prices right? I'm good at it. One dollar. Because then I'm going to tell you about the three hundred dollars worth of tires the bike needs. Sure. And then we're going to talk about the chain. And this carburetor needs rebuilt. We're going to go for the real shit. I'm going to look at your sprockets. Oh, brand new sprockets and chain on mine. But my point being. If you come in and you don't know your ass from a hole in the ground and you ask me what your bike is worth, I'll tell you what your bike is worth because we're going to start at that number. 
You should drop just... that bike because your brake handle looks like a banana. Exactly. Right. Right. <laughs> I feel like you got a scratch on your on your gear right. case, you your t- alternator case. Do you toss fruit salads because your brake lever looks like a banana? <laughs> right. If you just gave me this bike right now, you could probably save yourself two thousand dollars. I can for for twenty five hundred bucks. I can make this bike sellable. Trade it back for the Tenera and Look, then I give tell the people Tenera all the time, John, for five. I'll tell people all the time. <laughs> we can make your bike worth fifty three forty. I cannot. I cannot make your bike worth seventy seven thirty five. Not for you, because for retail. Make, yeah, it's I cannot do that. I cannot make your bike worth that. But I can. I can make your bike worth fifty three forty. If you leave this bike here and you let me put a new chain on it, if you let me put new tubes and new tires. If you let me put new sprockets on it, if you let me do the valve adjustment that I know you motherfucking haven't done, because I met this bike when it had 1,200 miles on it, and now it's got 30,000 miles on it, and you said, I don't take my bike anywhere else. So now I know you need a valve adjustment. Oh, yeah, okay. so, Let's those two strokes. So if, <laughs> so if you want me to make your bike worth 53.40, I can do that, but it's going to cost you around 2K. That's the point. Don't ever go into selling a bike if you don't know what you'll take for it. Not what it's worth, what you'll take for it. Because everyone thinks their Harley Davidson's worth $20,000. But I have never paid more than $6,000 for a Harley Davidson. Do you use a long sigh, too? <sighs> well, <laughs> let me tell you. If you would have tried to sell this last year, this bike was popular. No, I always I always <laughs> offer an alternative. So my my offer is always I will always offer somebody consignment. Because look, if you're not willing to put the money into this bike to make it sell, because look, when people buy things at a dealer, what do they expect? Perfect. They want that bitch to be perfect. Yep. That's why they're at a dealer. If they wanted a rat trap with unknown bodies in the gas tank, they'd buy it on Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace like everybody else. If you want to buy a motor that's already been seized seven times, you buy it on Facebook Marketplace. Or one with a funny vibration. A strange vibration nobody can figure out. Or one that's being sold out of, like, Albania. Exactly. The point is everybody everybody knows that Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist are the places where people go to get rid of shit that a dealer won't take. Sketchy stuff. When you've taken it to three dealers and three dealers have been like, nope, not today. Don't want it. Don't want it. No more headaches. Don't want it. Right. And I say I don't want it a lot. I mean, I do that a lot because the last thing I want to do is bring a bike into my shop and have three people test ride it. And every single person that test rides it goes, oh, this fucking front brakes are just woogity as hell. Like, oh, you need rotors. You need pads. You need everything. I'm never going to sell that bike. That's where they were in the 90s. Until I dump all the money into it. Yeah. No, they're from the 70s. It's groovy. Yeah. That's that center <laughs> cylinder in that FZ09? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, they always ran that at half the compression. Yeah, of course. No, it kept <laughs> it from overheating. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's a natural heat dispersion technique. Probably no, but, but the right down. idea is the best thing is you ever want to sell a motorcycle, know exactly how much money you want to ask for it. That's it. Yeah. Don't ever, ever, ever ask a dealer or the buyer. Don't ask the buyer, what do you give me for it? Oh, now you're on my fuck you list. <laughs> what will you give me for it? First of all, I didn't come to you. You came to me. That's the best example ever of I don't need your shit. If I show up and you go, Oscar, I really want that Trail 110 back. What does Oscar know? He's in the driver's seat. Yeah. We can we can we yeah. can negotiate. Yeah. I came to him because I know he's got a trail one ten. If I decide I want a trail one ten, I will ask him how much he wants to sell his bike for. Evoke right of first refusal. First right refusal. Prima noctum. Uh, <laughs> but I will never ever 
I mean, if I'm trying to sell something, my first thing I say is, so I'm selling that 1959 Triumph. So there's a 1959 Triumph behind me right now, Tiger Cub, right? So I'm selling that. That's my bike. I want to sell it. So I want to sell that bike. Before I put it anywhere, before I list it, I'm not going to be one of those assholes that like lists something and says, call for price or let's work it out. What you got? What you want for that $500 Triumph? Exactly. <laughs> right. That's it. And I'll probably sell that bike for about 4500 bucks. It's a nice looking bike. Too. It's a beautiful yeah. bike. Yeah. It's, it's got the number 59 in front of it, you know, for being, it's not a new bike by, by a long shot. And Tiger Cubs are cute. Arthur Francarelli had one. So, uh, <laughs> as we saw earlier. Yeah, yeah we a, did. Kind of a gear-driven. Yes, it does. That is cool. Isn't that cool? The yeah, heads on those are pretty cool. Yeah. It's got a pretty cool top end. But anyway. Steve, you need that. You do not need a 1959 Triumph. No, I don't want to buy it. But I think it's a beautiful machine. As an original machine, an unrestored machine, a machine that's just. Steve, it has almost no power and gets fantastic gas mileage. Yes, it does. I'll give you 6000 for it. Exactly. But even like the idea, once I get it in my head, I'm going to sell something, I already know what I'm going to sell it for. Right. Now, here's the second thing you have to know. So the second thing you have to know, once you know what your bottom price is, the second thing you know is how long are you willing to wait to get that money, mm. right? And that's the second part of the conundrum is like, I want 4,500 for that. But at that price, I'm willing to wait 30 days to get that money because I know that other ones are listed for 6,500. So if I know that my bike is 2,000 under all the other ones, that means I'm going to sell it fast. So I've given myself a 30-day window to sell that bike because I know that my price is 2,000 lower than other people. It should be a fast sale. And that was, that's my point with my bike. I know I'm, I'm putting it up for basically the average price that all the other bikes right. are, right? Without all the farkles. Right, yeah. So right. like basically you're getting all the farkles yeah. for free. Absolutely. You're getting all the candy for nothing. Yep. Yep. That's exactly, and that's exactly right. Farkles are so, worth anything. <laughs> well, we all know that. The maximum, like, like, look, there is no, you can look up NADA. There is no category for sentimental value or, <laughs> or unnecessary seats or windshields. Right. There should be a deduction though yeah. for... Too much talk about the bike. For a yes. custom like build? I mean, no, for somebody that t- that just talks your ear off about yeah. how, oh, yeah. how many bikes they had before it, yeah. you should just be like, for every minute you talk, it's $50 off the price. I totally well, agree. And oh, all, yeah. oh, my God. Because that means all the motorcycles at Mid-Ohio would be free. When I was right. getting- Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, you're wasting time. Yeah. But right. I mean, I don't mind talking to somebody if that's like the, the thing you're doing. Yeah. But when you're buying something, it's like, what's your price? This is what I'm willing yeah. to worth. Negotiate and shut the fuck up. You watched me unsell a bike to a guy at Mid-Ohio. A guy negotiated himself into not buying a motorcycle. He would have loved to buy the motorcycle, but he was no longer allowed to buy the motorcycle. And he came back later with the amount I originally asked for. So he literally erased all of his negotiations <laughs> oh, and yeah, tried to get himself allowed back into class yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he came back in saying, you know what? I will give you the $200 you were yeah, asking or whatever. That, yeah. And I was just like, no, Fuck you. I already sold it. It's 400 now yeah. for you. Yeah, but I mean, I had already sold it anyway. So the idea being behind selling things and buying things, and this is a really, really decent thing, and he's saying, KBB or NADA, look at fucking both of them. So look at both of them, have an understanding for what those price. numbers mean, yeah. and then understand the trade-in value. That's because the dealer straight up, you are buying something else from that dealer. That dealer, mm-hmm. you are not retailing that vehicle anymore. You're retailing that vehicle what are you doing? I'm going to have 20 scummy people coming out to my house trying to buy that vehicle. That's called listing price. Typical listing price is not what you're going to get for it. Typical listing price is what you're asking for it. 
There is no such thing as price you're getting it for. There ain't no category for price you're getting it for, price you're selling it for. You also have to realize that anybody who's looking at that yeah. is going to come in at that 54 or 95 Yeah. And if you're selling at retail, you yes. have to... Oscar. You know, and you have to see if the guy's going to negotiate. Because some people Absolutely. will come and will yeah. be like, that's the price I'm paying for. Yeah. And then you have to say, just yeah. Yeah, fuck off. I'm done with you. Look, whether or not a negotiation, a negotiation happens is completely on that part of the seller. If you are a person like me where I'm just like, we don't negotiate, this is my price. You know, I've always said this. When I come up with a price on my motorcycles, it's a well-reasoned, well-thought-out thing. I spend a lot of time thinking about how much money I'm going to ask for something I'm selling, whether I'm selling a gun, whether I'm selling a motorcycle, right, or a car. I always really give it a lot of thought. I come up with a good price for my shit. To have somebody walk in who's like fucking one brick load of a fucking basket, right, and they show up and they're like, well, I'll give you, and they always give you half. They always shoot this. They have this idea. I'm going to offer them half and we're going to meet in the middle. Mm. I'm sorry. Arguably speaking, I'm a fucking expert in this field. Yeah. The number I came up with was well thought out. It was well reasoned. I came up with it for a reason. You're going to come out of here, snot dripping out of your fucking nose, pants put on wrong, the whole deal. <laughs> you're a hot mess. And you're going to tell you're going to cut my price in half. And doing doing that in a business and waste is my a, time too. It's a yeah. shitty thing to do in a business. To and I'm do just that. like, I mean, if you're talking to Joe Schmo in yeah. the marketplace or just or whatever, I mean, that's fair game to whatever you want to say. But to a business to come and and pull that shit. What's the first thing they say? Well, I don't want to insult you. Oh yeah, yeah. trust me, dude. You're not insulting me. You've insulted yourself, yourself pretty hard. <laughs> I know a lot about you that I didn't 10 seconds ago. One, you don't know what this bike is worth. You're the one that looks so like an I'm idiot. So I'm probably going to fuck you a lot harder now. Because <laughs> now I know that you know nothing about this. Shit's going to start flowing fast around here because you showed me your ass. Uh, I know you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So I'm going to hold my number and now it's going to get more painful. So really, those are the two things. If I, if I give a price, I always assume the person asking the price probably has a pretty good idea why they're doing it. Unless I know for a fact they're stupid and they're just reaching for the, going for the cheap seats. Well, I bought that, that sled today, mm-hmm. that, that other sled. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the price yep. and it's twice what Nat, Nata and... Nata. Nata and... Uh, right. Absolutely. And it was twice what it cost. Yep. But then you have to figure in, okay, so you have to kind of size up the guy, yep. see like what he's done. I don't and need then to all put the work, back. Then all yeah. the work he put into yep. it, I'm not going to beat him down and say that this is what the that retail price of it is. Right. I mean, you look at a new one; it's twenty thousand dollars. Right. He's asking fourteen fifty. Exactly. And so right. it's a good price it's right there. Price. I'll give him the fourteen fifty. Absolutely. But then I said to him, you know, we would take fourteen hundred. Right. And so I could buy my wife and I lunch, and he's like, "No problem." Of like, course. I mean, they don't care. Like, not Dude, that, fifty bucks. Look, makes when me he happy. listed it at fourteen fifty, he would have been thrilled with twelve hundred. Right. But right. I don't yeah. want to rip them off. No, you didn't. You did a good job. And you're totally happy to have the thing for $1,400. Yeah, and I'm ex- I was ecstatic to get it for that mm-hmm. price, for how good it was. Mm-hmm. And and I feel even better that I got 50 bucks back, you know? Like, I would have given the whole price. Right. If he just said no, I'd be like, I don't care anyway. How good a- is my truck at picking up snowmobiles? It is awesome. <laughs> Except the carbides... The carbides catch in the grate. Oh, in the holes in the grate. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. I didn't think nice. about that. Yeah. So oh, the that's carbide's funny. caught in there, but yeah. that's not any big deal because right. it's like you could fight it, it up. up the thing. I thought I know. Gonna ride I, it through the back window. I figured. I figured you did fuck? it. Look, man, my Did truck has got a up? ramp built into the tailgate. Oh, no, we rode it, rode it right up on uh, 
Yeah. So, but the thing is, I it went, only put it, down they picked three it up in sections. Phil's truck and then transferred it from Phil's truck. Oh, the, to the truck. backwards into my. That truck. was literally. Oh, that's how. Okay. You guys ever heard about docking? Yeah. It was the opposite <laughs> of docking. <laughs> it was butt to butt. Yeah. So they literally did like space docking, uh-huh. and they he backed his Tacoma up behind my F one fifty, and the tailgates lined up. And then literally he just put it in reverse and he just backed it from my truck into his truck. But again, yeah. tailgate. Look, yeah, the sleeping exactly. bag, like the sleeping bag only fits in the bag it came in once. Yeah. And that was the best example of just like, okay, well, uh, at least <laughs> Good 60, luck. at least 60% of the sled was in his truck. And I actually put some ratchet straps on it. Cause I was like, if one, if this, that sled goes was- backwards one inch, the fulcrum points on the front skis would have been yeah. behind the tailgate. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah there was good. this much, like yeah. where the shocks come down. Yep. Yeah. There was this much of the tailgate. Yeah. Six inches. I mean, the, the, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> six <laughs> inches, baby. Six inches. Well, Cleveland Moto style. John. Yeah. But oh, my God. Hit him, John. It was pretty rad. <laughs> it was pretty cool. And I got it. And it was the best. I was afraid, thing. too. Because Cause I was I just like, oh, just keep my truck in. How'd you get it out of the back of your pickup? How'd you get it out of the back of your pickup? Still I there. I was gonna say. I'm gonna use a crane. I have a. Oh, have that's a cool. Bar. That's a good idea. So I'll just put. Uh, Not me, man. Put it in neutral. And... Brake torque. Yeah. Rip. Back the tail. Get up to yeah, snow. Just, pile. Drive, it just drive it right. Yeah, off. well, the Jeep I mean. is. That's what they use. Yeah, I'll take care of that for you. That's what they call landscaping features. I got this. I don't need a ramp if there's landscaping features. I've loaded a lot of motorcycles in the back of pickup trucks or vans with no ramps. I'm just looking for expensive landscaping because mm-hmm. no ex- white people love to put hills in their yard where there aren't any. Yeah. They'll, be, they'll put people. a hill going up to a tree and there'll be another hill go over here going into some sort of fountain with some babies pissing and like all this like. stuff. And I just back my van right up to that and ride the motorcycle right in the back of the van. It's perfect. They don't care. I'm going to actually what know. I'm going to do is I'm going to put it in my trailer. Yeah. I'll probably just ride it off Ride it right trailer. on. It's perfect. And then uh, I'm going to put it in the place where the dictator will go absolutely bonkers. Oh, you you're, you're going to basically pick a fight. Oh, I, I've already picked a huge fight. I put everything, all my stuff everywhere. <laughs> just, to, just to get them crazy. Jeez. So you want to see what, uh, what we bought? Yeah, I we see. Have, what we, we bought. Toys. Oh, we always. So, you know, if you guys hang out here long enough, you'll know that I'm just, I constantly buy stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Cleveland Moto's got some Leaded glass. Also, we have yeah. new, yeah, we're all yeah. drinking out of much nicer glasses. Thank you. Thank leaded you. glass. That's right. So we're all drinking out of leaded glass. We're all drinking out of proper fucking whiskey glasses. There you go. Muchas. There you go. Nice throw. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since you guys got new hats. Go fuck your hat. <laughs> go fuck your hat. This is a really nice hat for fucking. I'd fuck that hat real no, no, hard. They're, they're unfucked. You got one already. Yep. All right, cool. Fuck my so what hat. we got is... Uh, we got the, the newest uh, the newest Cleveland Moto hat, nice. and not only is it uh, so last ones were knit. These are fleece. Uh, we've gone for more of the modern beanie styles, so it wears under your helmet if you want to wear it under your helmet, keep your head warm. But it says Cleveland Moto ride fast, take chances on it. Where the <laughs> other one said Moto Goosey, these say ride fast, take chances. We thought these were more beautiful, funny, more funnier. Nice. Let me take this hat off before you fuck it. No, it's yours to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you can fuck it yourself. This way, this way, when I tell you to go fuck your hat, there'll be a hell of a lot less chafing. <laughs> you might even have a you know might even have a nice loop is that collection what that little two inch pocket is in the back oh perfect it's in the back yeah that's exactly it that's this your one doesn't uh, ride up that's on your, my pointy head that's your spunk locker <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> Yikes! So we're gonna we're gonna put these up on this the is your happy hat. We'll give these. Uh, we'll make sure that um, if we got new Patreon members, people join the Patreon level at the party uh, party line level. We'll make sure you give them a hat now. The party line level. The fucking party line level. I love these. I love getting Patreon messages. Um, also get random <laughs> pictures. People have been sending me random pictures of boobs. Nice. Uh, random pictures of girls in compromising positions. No, not up there. No, put them, put them in the chat. Time. I'm supposed to be getting all that shit. Exactly. Put them in the text. <laughs> 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 exactly. Put them in the text. Exactly. But anyway, so I wonder. That's why there's a pocket in your head. <laughs> exactly. Uh, next week, next week we're going to get the 100 pictures of ice shanties with just boobs in them. <laughs> 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 oh, exactly. Everybody's going to be like, I don't know what the fuck Phil's talking about. I've been getting, I've been getting BJ's and ice shanties for ages. Never more than ten bucks. Just the back of some letter, Kenny. The back yeah. of some guy's head with a twenty dollar bill on it <laughs> doesn't count. Does not count. Just because you pay for it doesn't mean it's prostitution. That just means you're generous. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. Just a tip. That's exactly <laughs> it. Look, just Oscar tip. and I spent a lot of time together. Doesn't mean you're paying for prostitution. Yeah. It's just a tip, right? Oscar and I have been. A, we've we've hung out a lot. We spent a lot of time in strange places, leather couches, all kinds of cool stuff yep. we've done. Yep. But but at no point ever did, did money I ever exchange think hands about giving him a dollar ever. <laughs> no. Because he's my friend. I'm not going to make him into a prostitute. No, but you did buy the six drinks but don't before you, feel you like, got to the room. Don't you feel like you got a plot then? Yeah. Don't you at least feel like you should pay for damages? I, I feel so <laughs> cheap now. <laughs> no, what Phil's thinking is he bought the six drinks before they got back to the room. That's what uh, he paid for. Honestly, the whole the time. The rings The whole time I'm walking around. The whole time I'm walking around, everybody's like, if anybody's looking at us at a gay couple, I'm like, I did good, didn't I? <laughs> like that is seriously that's the highest compliment anybody can give. You married up. I married up. I married up. You're punching up candy. on that one. Get Fucking romanticus panic all day long. Candy. All day long. <laughs> yeah. For real. Oscar, Oscar, you bitch. I know. Nice. I, know. I, I totally approve of that. That is I've been called awesome. worse. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh let's see. Uh, so anyway, Kyle Odmanson says in that topic, he says, hey, everyone enjoying the show was just wondering if I should be receiving any swag in the mail. I've been a party member since April of last year. The answer is yes, Kyle. You are supposed to be getting. Thanks for reminding us. Swag. Renee's yeah. freshly stuffed box. So <laughs> once. Uh, so what I'll do is I'll talk to Renee and make sure that you haven't slip through her cracks. So we're going to make sure that you get... And we've seen the pictures. She does a hell of a job. Renee's stuff stuff in the box. Did, did he join at the wrong time of the month? No, no, I think he's safe. <laughs> I think he's safe. Um, one of our... Wait, you please delete <laughs> that. I want to get on her bad side. <laughs> right. Look, look, honestly, you could fuck over our shop pretty hard and get away with it. Most of the time, we have a really good sense of humor about stuff. But would you want to piss off Renee? No, 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 no. fuck no. Why? Why would you do that? Why would you do it to begin with? But do you think she'd let that slide? Do you think she forgets real fast? Mm -mm. No, she doesn't. I've known her for way over 20 years. She remembers stuff that I said and or did. That statute of limitations in any state in America would totally be like, oh, whatever. Before you even knew her, she remembers. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's look. Psychic. Rat fuck me all you want. James, awesome. That will move you up on the getting to know James thing. Like, James is a ball buster. Mm -hmm. So if you just open with ball busting, hit him where he lives, mm -hmm. 
You'll if, look. He's <laughs> emotional. I'm still waiting for the breakfast when he told me to meet him and he didn't show up. Fucker. <laughs> he still owes me breakfast. He's and and he is like he's I'm his own jam. His balls right now. James is 100 his own jam. I promise. But what I will tell you is nobody, and I mean nobody who's ever been here for a minute is going to be like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to fuck Renee over a little bit. It'll be okay. Nope. No, no, totally not. I have straight up. Renee has just told me in the shop, Phil, fire him. <laughs> it happens that fast. And those him? are customers. Oh, like, <laughs> like I have fired, straight up fired customers. Well, that's like, the thing. Yeah. Like All the years I've been coming in, like, you know, Renee's always been sweet and nice. Yeah. And blah, blah. Well, One time I walked in and she was on the phone and I had never seen that part of Renee. Oh, yeah. And yeah, somebody yeah. had pissed her off on the right. phone. Ooh, and she oh, was yeah. going on. Like, she was like, and you think you're going to blah, 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 blah. Oh, just by looking at her, you're like, oh, she's pissed. Oh, people yeah. trying to yell at Renee through a phone? Yeah. Forget that she's been next to me for 20 plus years. Yeah. If you don't think I love for when somebody thinks they're nine foot tall and bulletproof on a telephone, yeah. I love that. Like, that's my joy of the day is when somebody's like, oh, I'm going to intimidate you through my words. Yeah. No Giddy game. up. All right. Giddy. <laughs> cool, man. That's great. I don't get mad yeah. until it takes a really lot to get me mad. And so if somebody's like giving me shit at work, like one of my, you know, co workers, like oh, yeah. John McElfresh. No, he's oh. not too bad. He's actually not fun. too bad. Because <laughs> I don't mind it. But like, I mean, if an asshole's giving me shit, I. I have to work myself up before I go crazy. Okay. So right. I let him yell at me, yeah. yell at me, and yell at me, and I let all this shit build up in ah. me until I get <laughs> so crazy that I just take their asshole and just rip it off. That's it. And then I feel so much better. I feel <laughs> so yeah, good feel about better. myself. Yeah, oh, that's... Uh, so yeah, that's Renee, Renee... It's like, a wonderful management style there. So huh? that right there, so our buddy oh, Tom boy. Pennington... I mean, doesn't happen very often. Honestly, if you know the Cleveland Moto Cop podcast, you probably know Tom Pennington. But uh, we love Tom. He's down in New Orleans. And oh, that, that's a lot of stuff in a really tight box. That You see the size of that box? Mm-hmm. Nobody's Tiny, ever... Nobody's tight. ever going to accuse Renee of not tight. having... Toy, a tight like a little toy, box. A tiger. Yeah, and so... <laughs> If you look, I mean, there's a mug, there's a big ass T-shirt, yeah. beer koozies, like that's a that's a nicely tightly packed box. So uh, yeah, so Renee will and no hair to be seen anywhere. No, 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 that's that shit. <laughs> settle down, <laughs> settle down. Yeah, that's a that's hardwood floors on that box. <laughs> the, uh, Laser treatments many years ago. Yeah, it's, it's just like. Does the curtain match the carpet? No, hard, hardwood floors, baby. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So, but when you do look at that, like. Renee does a great job for our listeners. Yeah. So for people that do want to do the podcast Thanks listener thing and you want to send some money, Renee will be happy to sh- prove to you how much stuff she can fit in her box. So it's it's kind of fun. We love that stuff, man. It's fun. We have a we have a good time. Anybody got anything else? Well, I was going to say, like, get, when you do get one of the boxes, make sure you take a picture of, of Renee's stuff box to send mm, back to us. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Because right. yeah. yeah. up until Tom, that's the first picture of Renee's stuff box we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. Dan, what you got there, buddy? Got a farkle. I'm gonna pass around and see if anybody knows what it is. I'm telling you, it's too big for my dick. This is for a snow machine. It helps hold your hood on. You use that to. Oh, okay. It's like a Jeep latch hood. But it is some sort of latch. I think it comes around here like. I think it does go around that way. Yeah, I think you're right. Because a handlebar and then you. All right. Maybe you put this for a podcast listener at his home. Put it on your roof. Pass it around. Pass it around. This is rubber. 
So it's rubber. Oh, it's rubber. It's got straps Mr. on it. Smith, it's calm got a, down. It's got, a, it's got a clamp on it of some sort. A clamp. Clamp. It's definitely not a cock ring for John because I would say it's a small. go ahead and put it anywhere foot peg. It's a it's a foot peg you can put anywhere at all. Kind of what it looks like, but I think you put it on the rails of your car and it lets you oh. put a piece of. Oh wait, no, no, hold on. Right. So right. this goes around the handlebar. Does and then this goes around whatever you're holding on this. It's okay. like a phone holder. Maybe. All right, all right, keep I going. I think it's like a double sided phone. That's holder. pretty robust says, for yeah. being a phone holder. I think you were very warm. Yeah. Look, I found keep this going. website. They're selling this as a easy pass holder. Oh, it's like, an easy like pass who, holder. Who the fuck goes on the the turnpike on a motorcycle? Yeah, right. I, right. I just saw it and said, right, phone holder good for almost like anything. Right. You know, it's an anything holder. Fact, I want to see if this bottle of booze will <gasps> oh fit. Oh my in god, that's, that's such a good that idea. <laughs> that's yeah, such a good idea. Kind of a good idea because uh, if you have like a metal frame yeah. around your windshield, yeah. and you put yeah, your that's... Easy Pass under that metal frame. Yeah. It doesn't read your Easy Pass. Yeah. <laughs> Ask Oscar about that yeah, shit. Was... I got in an argument. Yep. Yeah, I did not. I did not me. win that argument either. No. <laughs> I got. I got accused of improperly display, displaying my Easy Pass. And I said and, the bitch charging in, you extra. The right? bitch is in my front window. Where the hell else do you want me to put it? Yeah. I, it cannot be any more in my front window, considering we can all see it from right. where we're sitting. It is supposed to be affixed to the top of your windshield, and then so rather than paying like the three dollar regular Easy Pass cost to get through Iowa or where the mm-hmm. fuck we were, I had to pay the nine dollar. I don't have an Easy Pass price, and they charge you so, like fifteen bucks for the stupid Velcro to put yeah, it up okay. there. So this thing is designed that if you look, it actually yep. says where it has to be on the motorcycle, yeah. Yeah. and this will put you in compliance. Uh huh. You mm-hmm. know what I will say about this? That's that's the. It hurts. You got to be brave. <laughs> yeah. You gotta be brave. You see what color my thumb is? Orange. Yeah. That's not natural. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's, well, that's, that's good. Yeah. It's not a sex toy. <laughs> that's it. Well, it yeah. is if you're brave. If enough. If it was a sex toy, it would cost twice as much. If you're brave enough, right? Send if you no, I tried it. I was that was what I that was the <laughs> test. Was I just gave it the sex toy test, and that yeah, failed. That clips out. Yeah. Someday I'll tell you about Mikey Merriman. Yeah, send me send me the link if you mm. would. How, much, how much is bottle? this thing? So how much was that bottle holder? Way too much. 25 bucks. Oh, my God. I'll keep my well, I will say this. A little short for this bottle. Ram mount. Do it on bit. the neck. Don't do it on the neck. Bit. Yeah, Ram mount is more expensive. But what I did Here, find John, out is you can buy that. <laughs> if you like listening to like a JBL speaker, like a speaker mm-hmm. on your thing, there's a thing called the JBL wind. And it's about the sizes of the pill by like yeah. beats. Fucker ain't coming out of there. But oh, no, that is in. No, that's gone. You're that's is that considered an open container though? On your <laughs> no, you have a big straw. Close, <laughs> Close now. The uh, but if you do, if you're a motorcycle enthusiast and you want to have music, don't put a stereo system on your bike. Just get a JBL Wind for like under hundred bucks, and they will print whatever you want yeah, on the front of the JBL Wind. Like now. if you want a picture yeah. of your fucking bike oh. on your JBL speaker thing, they'll print it on. <laughs> Part of the price. But they make, and we have here at the shop, JBL wind holders. Oh, or JBL, amateurs over here. JBL holders. <laughs> and uh, I think wind is the round one, and I think the other one is the, 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 the long, thin, the cool. flip. Yeah, the JBL Flip 5. Those fucking things are loud as balls. The battery lasts forever, mm. and you just hang it on your handlebars, and you now have a stereo system on your motorcycle. Mm. You do not need to buy... You know, uh, motorcycle stereo. My, my headphones work pretty well. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I have a Senna no, really? and a Cardo, huh? yeah. and I would say 
Buy the Cardo. Yeah, the Cardo sounds better than the sounds Senna. Sounds way better. The Senna really? does not sound oh, yeah. good. But the, the controls Cardo, aren't as nice. The Cardo doesn't have a built-in video camera, whereas the Senna oh, yeah. has a built-in video camera, but the audio in the Senna is lacking. Yeah, it I doesn't mean, I have, have no bass at all. I have bad ears, and I can have the Senna turned up max volume. They have um, speaker yeah. replacements. There's a company that makes like yep. high-fidelity speakers that yep. you can plug into them, yeah. and supposedly it's supposed to sound awesome. I, I, my Cardo's always been way better. The Cardo my Cardo's good. lasted yeah. longer, yeah. and it didn't break like the... Yeah. Mike broke off the yep. Senna. And yeah. The Cardo is definitely better thing audio doesn't... and stuff. If Cardo made one that had the built-in video camera the way the Senna does, mm. I'd probably be all over it. Because I do like the idea of having one device that does the video and also oh. does still camera and also does the audio component. So for me, the Senna Ooh. 10C Pro is better. That's it. That, that thing's pretty stout. Oh. Fuck you, John. What the hell, man? Easy now. Why you got to be that guy? Anybody got anything else? Uh, That's pretty one. good. I like that, Dan. So Badass. there's, I usually don't recommend podcasts, but this is a fun one that is just like, so this is the official TT podcast. <gasps> yes. Oh, fuck yes. So they're on episode three. Yeah. They do one a week. It's called the TT podcast. Yep. So they start with the, uh, the last, uh, yep. 2019's winner. That's right. Peter Hickman. Yep. 135 miles an hour average. Yep. That's right. Then they had a uh, record. A couple years ago, they, a couple couple years, couple weeks ago, they yeah. had the John McGinnis. I was going to say, I just listened to the one with McGinnis. Oh, that was so good! And uh, so, not only was it hilarious. Oh yeah. So now, I mean, Oscar and I have a little bit of insider information when it comes to McGinnis, mm-hmm. and what a fucking, fucking man she is! Like the guys, the guy is legitimately hilarious. So next, well, this year it's uh, going to be his hundredth start. Yeah. race yeah he's going to start his 100th yeah yeah he's 100th race yeah starting start. last place yeah yep. yep and uh i'm very excited to listen to the next episode Michael of the rudder? tt podcast because it's going to be rudder oh it's the so truth good. about my fallout with mcginnis oh yeah it's, and it's, it's, a, it's a hilarious i am yeah. absolutely looking forward to that like to no end because when we were there in 2019 at the last time they ran the fucking thing um we could tell you that the the friendly rivalry between Rudder and McGinnis was everywhere. And they're like, both turning 50 this yep, year. They're both turning 50. So yeah. it's really, really a fun thing. Uh, they are going to run, the Isle of Man is going to run again this mm-hmm. year. So this is going to be the welcome back. They're doing it in a slightly abbreviated format. So it's not going to be the full two-week adventure that it normally is. They're cutting it back a tiny bit. Uh, but... It doesn't mean I want to go any less. So none of that has changed my desire to be there. Is Cleveland Moto going? We don't know yet. Uh, everything's up in the air. So because Isle of Man usually books out ferries and hotel rooms and everything starting in January. A year. <laughs> yeah, at least from January till the race event, six months. Um, ferries and stuff scheduled way out in advance. So this year is kind of a weird thing because we just found out that it was happening Less than 10 days ago. So less than 10 days ago, it's been officially on again. And what's funny is with most of this stuff, there's usually rumor control. And rumor control is like, oh, you know what's going to happen? No, a month ago, people are like, it ain't going to fucking happen. Because it takes longer to get ready for June, first weekend of June. It takes longer to get ready for first weekend of June than middle of February. So there's a real concern can they actually get this all put together in such a short period of time between mid-February and beginning of June? Because so much of that event, and we'll be happy to tell you, 
When you're there and you see what's happening, you realize that these people were preparing for this 11 months and 28 days ago. Like the day that it's officially done is the day they officially start preparing for next year. And that didn't happen. So it's going to be a tough one. I've had a few of my friends that were like, yeah, I think we're not going to, I think that people that go every year are like, we're going to take this year off because it's probably going to be not so great. But we've had other people that are like, fuck it. It's been two years off. We got to go. Yeah. Just because there's going to be a a lot of bottled up energy. Yeah. And so I've also said, if you are going to go to the Isle of Man, look for the ice shanties. That's where the prostitutes yeah. are. <laughs> hey, to his, to his thing. Sage words. What a weird week, because I found a podcast that I can't stop listening now to. It's called Gypsy Tales. <laughs> and uh, and Gyp- Gypsy Tales, I don't know what the, the name means. Is that white meat or brown meat on a Gypsy <laughs> no. Tale? No, but basically this guy has brown. access to all these amazing like old school MotoGP riders and Ooh. stuff. So oh. like like he was talking to Mickey Dugan about riding the five hundred. Dugan, Dugan, I can't say his name. It's Duhan, Duhan, whatever. Right, it's Duhan. Um, Mickey Dugan's a British Dugan, comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Duhan. But anyways, <laughs> he was talking to him about like the five hundred cc two stroke yeah, days, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and then like he got to the point where that was fun. <laughs> but they got to a point about how they rode the how they ride them in the how they rode them in the wet. Yeah, and how fucking scary it was. Like it was it, it I, I thought you were going to go in a totally different direction no, with the no, name of the no. podcast. I was like, it oh was, shit, it's awesome. And then it, they were talking to <laughs> Casey cool. Stoner and how he would like come into and turn. that's called Gypsy Tales. Gypsy Tales. Gypsy Tales. And oh, so like, it's, like they, okay. they get like these guys and they go through and like he asks some really relevant, cool questions. And the guys seem really relaxed. Like somehow they know this dude or something because mm-hmm. they're really opening up. But like Casey Stoner, like it was a really interesting thing to hear just how he applied. So like he's like they asked him like are you scared of the speed you guys were hitting two hundred and four thirteen yeah. miles an hour or whatever he's like he goes no because he goes you don't really see the uh, you don't really you don't no, have a speedometer you don't have a speedometer I mean, he's yeah, like you right. just notice things going by faster but he goes what you get scared of is when you know that you have to beat the guy breaking and so like you yeah. know he's breaking yeah. now oh, yeah yeah and yeah. you have to go fifty yeah. more feet right. <clears throat> but then like you have to figure out how you're going to exit that turn I'm going to guarantee I've, I've spent way too many way too much time on racetracks for me it has never ever not once ever been how fast I can go in the back straight. No. I have never, ever, ever thought if I can only catch John in the back straight, you know, I can see him. Right. I just need to catch him. I'm not catching him in the back straight. Well, this, I'm only going to catch him by doing one thing. Output. 10 turns right. harder and more dangerous than he does. Right. Yep. And he was talking how like he, he I don't know if it was um, when Valentino Rossi was younger, so they had yeah. a big rivalry, but he's like, he had to figure out how to beat in this one turn, the, the American turn or something, whatever. I don't know. Whatever. But anyways, he, uh, he figured out that if he threw it into a flat track slide, yeah. and nobody had done this before. Oh, yeah, stoner. So he was like throwing the that's bike the sideways. Sto- that's got to be the stoner interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was throwing the bike sideways. First time I saw him do that, I straight up thought, okay, he's going to crash next time he does that. Yeah, no, but and he, then was, he, didn't. he was doing that purposely. And, he, yeah. and for him, he said once he figured out how to do that, it yep. took the fear away because he knew yep. that you can't, he said, you can't crash when the bike's already sideways. No, 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 no. <laughs> I can prove him wrong. <laughs> right, yeah. I would like to go on record as saying, I've done that. No, but he meant sideways is halfway you to, every kind of crash. Sideways is halfway to backwards, and no, backwards no. is definitely eating shit. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, he was saying in the turn, because a lot of guys yeah. high-sighted, yeah. Yeah, they yeah, high-sighted yeah, right. in this turn. Yeah, yeah. He said, so if you're already sliding and you're this way, oh, it's impossible. Or, the to- worst case scenario is a low side. Yeah. 
but there's always the low side where you hook up into a high side. Like, that's my least favorite crash. <laughs> yeah. I've done that twice. Ooh. I've had two of the world's most beautiful low sides that I wasted by turning them into a high side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a shitty exchange rate. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would gladly trade nine low sides for one high side. Yeah. But having a low side that you trade in for a high side is the mm. dumbest thing you can do in motorcycling. Did you come out with both shoulders? Well, so I've had this. So this particular shoulder. So for people who know how to ride motorcycles, they'll know that this particular shoulder is a right-handed high side. Right. So when you're in a right-hander, which is my worst, and and I can left I can left-hander because I think that's because that's where they put the side stands. So because like motorcycles just naturally want to lean to the left. Yeah. And if you know my politics, I kind of lean to the left anyway. <laughs> but the idea was well, NASCAR. I could straight up I I will put a bike on the ground in a in a left turn. Yeah. But on a right-hand side turn, I never get the trust. Like me and the motorcycle never hook up. When we go out ice racing, what way did I turn? Left. Okay, yeah. exactly. The ice worked right. Yeah, or I tried. Strips this big on the one side. Yeah, and this exactly. On the yeah. Side, so but okay. straight up, given my <laughs> given my options, I will always turn left. Did you you mentioned NASCAR? Yeah. Did you see the race last week? Yeah, they they, short, they put it inside bullshit. of a fucking basketball court. It was I'm like sorry, what? Fucking, that was bullshit. They put they short put the first race. NASCAR race inside the Coliseum in California, like inside of it. No. The track itself, no. Quarter mile long. The whole track was a quarter mile. I mean, I've done some quarter I've done some eighth mile, eight, I've done some eighth mile oval racing. Right. And that's terrifying. Yeah, and these were NASCARs. And you've oh, done it on cola syrup. Oh, my God. I haven't. He did. He did yeah, it on cola syrup. Yeah. I've never I done saw it. That. We got to do some cola syrup I've for never racing, done it on you know? cola syrup. But you know what? After I've done it on ice now, oh, yeah. I feel better about Coke syrup. You know what sucks though is that you <laughs> guys, you guys were getting really pretty. Used fast. to have that uh, thing up there on the wall. Yeah, it's up there. It's still over there. That's the that's the Sleepy Cinch Memorial, uh, flat out Friday. Oh yeah, when Sleepy went out there and managed I to represent it, make us all. Are feel we like doing it. that again? If they bring the next, it back, if they bring it back, right. oh, fuck them! We'll now, do it ourselves. Now that the run is over, there's not enough coke in the world. No, John's you, got coke right here. Don't even try that shit in my shop. <laughs> you want ants? That's how you get ants. Yeah. So, is the, uh, so I'm sorry. Is the Gypsy Tales podcast is that video or audio? Um, they have clips on YouTube. Okay, all right. And so like they have like you can see the guys sitting there and talking, but they yeah. only give you like little segments. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, but you get that. But it's it's really good, man. I yeah, don't know yeah. anybody who would sit and watch an entire fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Poor son of a bitch. Fucking crazy. Click the subscribe button. Just after about 10 minutes of this stuff. Like and subscribe. Oh my God. I don't want to look at our fucking analytics and shit and be like, okay, Cleveland Motor Podcast. Okay, they've done 9 million episodes and the average watch time is 37 seconds. Okay, cool. <laughs> I listen to podcasts to go to sleep. Yeah, uh, well, uh, it only lasts like uh, five seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I just I got that. pinged back on a 1993. Beta zero. Oh yeah, beta for eight hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. It's down in Tiffin. Really? Okay. Go, go get it. Yeah. Get it up. I mean, I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to lie to you. 1983 beta. 93. Oh, okay. All right. I thought you said 1983. I was like, man, that's going to be garbage. But <laughs> <laughs> but a 93 for Christ's sake, like, that's great. It should be 260 cc's. Something like that. Yeah, it's Two big because my shirt goes. Big motor like that, um, but but it is that's that's not my shirt goes across. You yeah, could yeah. straight no, legal and off. This is this purely. Pure. Does it have a seat or no seat? Not really. Well, yeah. it's a painted part of the bike. It's right. a painted part of the fender. <laughs> it's a, it's essentially tank. fender gas tank all in one thing, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they paint a little part black to be like it looks like a seat. Right. Yeah. In case you have to sit down on the trail, right. getting to the trail. Yeah. But but. Eh, 
Okay, here's what I can tell you. If it's completely fuckered, it's going to cost you about 120 bucks to rebuild the top end. Right. Can't it miss. runs. The guy says it runs. It needs some work. Yeah. Well, I mean, to me, that means a carb clean. It might need any damn thing, right? I mean, it literally. It was complete. Yeah. I ran in park. I got to think. Yeah. I mean, I just have to think that. It doesn't look one, like a pretzel. There's, there's no shortage of parts for them. Yeah. So it's an easy bike to keep on the road. I like trials bikes. They're a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I'm no I'm sure good at could, it. You could probably take that down to mid-Ohio and make a couple bucks. Dude, there's this guy I know named Brad Obadowski. And like, if he sat right next to you right now, you'd be like, this dude fits in. He's built like us. He looks like us. He smells like us. I've taken him drinking. He <laughs> drinks like, like us. us. He's great. Except for the differences, he can ride the fuck out of a trials bike. Uh, and I go to his Facebook page all the time. He runs a shop in Nebraska <clears throat> called HVC Cycle. I love Nebraska, by the way. Runs us. One of my favorite states in the union. Runs us. Always windy. Runs us. <laughs> I am. I am. What's so- their favorite sandwich in Nebraska? Runs us. Runzas. I've been, I look, I have gone to a Runzas. In fact, I think we were traveling and you sent me a text message yeah. and you just said Runzas. I was like, fuck it, we'll go to Runzas. Because I saw Runzas. I'm like, I'm just going to go. It's a burger joint. I mean, it's, it's, it's something. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a thing. Yeah, it's exactly right. It, it is. What a about thing. come and goes? A little bit more south, but yeah, I totally agree. Same thing. But the, uh, my buddy Brad Obadowski, if you, if, if we were out here hanging out, you'd just be like, okay, he's just another one of us assholes. There's no doubt about it. But to see this guy ride a fucking trials bike, you're like, oh my God, he never puts his foot down. He's been riding it since he's 13 years old, never put his foot down. It's fucking awesome. And he, I'm going to pull the picture up on the webs, on the thing. And you tell me if this guy doesn't look like he could hang out with us because he is literally not the tall guy. No, not the tall guy. The other guy. How is he not here with us right now? Brad Obadowski is one of our people. I met him. He's a zero dealer and super nice. But his shop is called HVC Cycle. And you know what they do? Two strokes. Mm. RDs, RZs, like they, H2s, H1s. Their shop, HVC Cycle, lives. There he is. I can't do that. Can you do that? Do you see that thing he's up against on the front wheel? That's called a rock. And it's bigger than his wheel. And his back wheel's even in the air. I don't even know how to get a motorcycle into that position without crashing it. I'd just say, I'm going to be plenty of stoppies. That picture for me is usually mid-crash. But no, that's just him <laughs> just doing his thing, whatever he normally does. So that's Brad. So if you're in the Nebraska area and you love yourself some two-strokies, if you love two-strokes... What town Nebraska's in? Let's find out. I think he's in the big one. The big town? Yeah. yeah. Omaha? Yeah. Uh, oh, my, oh my, no, the biggest he's in Lincoln. Lincoln's Lincoln? capital. Yeah, I think he's in Lincoln. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it says Lincoln. He's in Lincoln. Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah, and they're Sherco. Yeah, like they're a straight up Sherco dealer. Like, like they're the they're the business right there. So, um, if you're into some cool old kickety ass two strokes, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, and uh, but anyway. So I yeah. um speaking of like trials and things like yeah. that, I kind of went back and kind of looked at the stunt scene like currently, like what's going on with it and stuff. And has there been any progression or anything? Yeah. Dude, these shooting guys, kids out of cannons these days. Dude, these kids, <laughs> they're doing a thing. Um, <laughs> it's, it's basically moto vaulting. And so, like, like, you'll have a bar that goes across the parking lot, and they come in on a stoppy, and then they roll this way, and then they flip the bike yeah, like that, yeah, and, yeah. and then mm-hmm, land on mm-hmm, the back wheel yeah. and take off on a wheelie. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they're doing it over a bar over a that's bar. being yeah. raised oh, constantly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
What the reverse fuck, limbo? Man. It's yeah. it's the stoppy into a wheelie. Yeah, but like mm-hmm. jumping the I bike know. over a fucking I, again. Stick. Oh yeah 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 yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like they come yeah. this way. Yeah. Yep. And then I'm sh- I'm completely one hundred percent convinced I'm going to do that one time. <laughs> <laughs> and one time. Only. How's that insurance plan going? <laughs> yeah. Because I've done it accidentally the uh, the backwards way. So if you do it the backwards way, that's when you're going to do the cool hockey stop skid. Yeah. And your friends are sitting around drinking. And you're like, oh, check this out. Yeah. I'm going to cook it in a little hot. So I'm going to cook it in a little hot. I'm cooking a little hot. Grab the rear brake way ahead of time. Smoosh the rear brake down as hard as it'll go. Hockey stop that bitch all the way in. Slide about 27 and a half feet. Side stand down. Step off the bike. Yeah. Perfect. And that's when you put all that into effect, but you only slide about 21 feet. And then you do that high side thing we were talking about earlier yep. in front of all your friends. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, <laughs> that usually costs you right brake lever, front brake right. lever, a little bit of plastic on the side, maybe a turn signal. Maybe a wrist. How many brake perches <laughs> yeah. have you gone through on your SSR? Are you up to four? Two. Two. Only two. Two. But um, I was going to say, back when I was in the RC industry, I was sent to a big helicopter event to make noise about the new website we were doing. Oh, okay. Crack right. They said, go hang out with people if you want to spend money on beer or whatever. Right. I was like, what? You had me at spend money on beer. Yeah, yeah. So I went to Kmart and I bought like, I don't know, like a 50-gallon draw or a thing. Like, you know, like they have the... You mean when Chris Franklin showed up at our spot in Ohio? Yeah, right. And then I bought like 15 (laughs) cases of beer and all this stuff. And then I had the golf cart. So I was driving around just handing people beer. Hey, check out Crackwell, have a beer, whatever. And so there's... There's a group of about 10 or 12 cars parked in a semicircle. And everybody's Didn't have any prostitutes, a, did you? No, no prostitutes. Okay, right. But they were all having like a party hanging sandies. out. And I didn't realize that the sun had gone down and the dew had come up. I oh, hadn't realized oh, the sun went down. No, no, it was like it was still, it was going down. You know what I mean? Like I didn't realize how the much it had gone, gone down. down. And the dew has come up. Right. And long ago, because it was dark for the, the cup, sun. But they're running. Not the sun was still it, was dark. Really it was dark somewhere. I just made that up. Okay. But anyways, so just He's like you were talking about, I wanted to come in and be cool. He's going for Steve. <laughs> But I wanted to be cool, all like you're alone. saying. So I was, I, I just floored this golf cart, and in my brain, I had this all planned out. It I'm looked cool, go, didn't it? Slide sideways. Slide sideways. Slide in there. <laughs> stop right there. Beer's right there. Right. Hey, guys, what's up, right? Yeah. So I go in. The dude oh, made it no. slick. So I'm doing like 30 miles an hour. I hit in there, and I fling it sideways. And now I have no control. I am fully <laughs> sliding sideways. And I realized that I'm going to overshoot everybody there, and now the cars are concerned. And You're going like, to overshoot oh, no. everyone there by a week and a half. Yeah. Hey. So yeah. I go. The car. The cart finally stops. The whole thing of beer flies out, and it, you know, like those. The, wow, what the, were they called? They were, remember the station wagon that was cool? Like everybody had to have one a while ago. No. Like a Dodge station. It was like the the Magnum. Magnum. Yeah. It was like the year that that um, came out. A brand new Magnum sitting there. The beers tipped over in all the beer cans. It was like it got shot with a shotgun. It was like, fucking rattled all the way down the guy's whole car. And there you go. Everybody, everybody has a great plan. And I'm going to warn you that the plan is the first thing that goes out the window. Yeah, yeah, right. The plan. All you got to know is, the more you plan, no, the more it hurts when the plan leaves. To this guy's credit, he was so excited about the 400 beers I brought. Yeah, that he was like, "I'll just tell insurance something happened." So that that worked out. Game on. Oh, that's pretty fucking cool. Hey, by the way, AMA Vintage Days can't stop talking about it. I already rented our spot. Oh yeah, yeah. They opened it. They opened it. They said it's okay. So they said so. I got our vendor spot. Okay, I liked our spot last year, so I got a new vendor spot. So I got the exact same spot we had last year. Getting a spot that yeah. yeah, getting a spot on high ground against that fence, fence is hard yep. to do. Right near an yep. opening. Right near 
right near an orifice. And I mean, it's a yep. good orifice to be nearby because yep. getting in and out of our spot was, was simple last yeah. year. It was easy. Yeah. Oscar and I made many trips taking various bikes up there, including your big ass fucking concourse. Yep. Um, BAC. Which, oh, dude, that big ass concourse. Because you had to go through a lot of off-road sections, special yeah. sections, to get to the swap meet. Yeah. So when we're going up there, it's like... All the gravel. And oh, yeah. Gra- like serious monkey head gravel and shit on yeah, a concourse. The concourse loves that stuff. Oh, yeah. That was Especially awesome. with that full tank up full on top. Full tank of gas on the top, <laughs> some bags, all kinds of extra shit. But being able to have that spot yeah. in, the, in the swap Way meet. Easier. So if you go on right now, I'm going to give you guys so a little tip from your Uncle Phil. If podcast listeners who have never done Mid-Ohio before, if you are like, well, I want to get there on Thursday. Look, unless you leave one sleepy cinch there, (laughs) you're not going to get there a day early. And we may not be able to do that again. We have to pull some finagling. Yes. But, and this is a giant but. <laughs> but if you get a if you get a spot, if you get a vendor's booth, you are literally the first people allowed there. You can get in prior to the people who even race motorcycles for a living. Yep. So uh, the vendor's booth gives you priority. Well, and what was the other tip? If you really, and you don't, you're not a vendor, just sign up for one of the racing things. It's yes. only that's, 40 bucks. Yeah, that's what yeah saying. so that's, that's what let's talk about that, boys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to say, would it be wrong... Sleepy, can you reach behind you? There's some cardboard boxes. Just two boxes. Or, or Hoffert, you can grab them. You just need one. I just need one of them. And if you can just pass the box to your left. So would it be wrong if we decided to field a team? What does it cost to join the hair scramble? I think it's 40 bucks. It's 40 bucks. Yeah. And then you can get in what, Wednesday? Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. So um, John and I were talking about this a while ago. So what John's got there in his tasty, tasty box, open them up. They're fun. So everything that you need in that kit is all of the requisite components to make an SSR into a night fighting vehicle. So SSR has put together. Yep, you got it. So this is the SSR SR125 lighting kit. Perfect. Yeah. And yeah. and it's got I, some weight to it, a little well, chunky. If you want to have some fun, there's a 12 volt battery over there. You can hook it to that and make us all fucking blind, blind. because yeah. that thing is not screwing around. Uh, that headlight kit is made by Blitz Pro. Um, it is not China's finest, you know, fakey fakey. We don't know who made it, kind of thing. <laughs> it is a straight up real brand name, <clears throat> crazy fucking deal. But we're it gonna is, lose this part of the box. <laughs> So, uh, so this is about one hundred and twenty dollars in, uh, f- you know, one hundred and twenty freedom units, and you'll see everything that's in there is everything that you need to go ahead and make your um, your SSR one twenty five into a night fighting vehicle. Like now they also have this for the seventy cc, and they also have for this the one ten as well. Is it so, plug and play? Well, yeah, bullet connectors. Well, no, you have to yeah. supply some in, but uh, right. So, but the whole idea behind yeah. it is that as everything you need in the kit for as far as I know, there's two wires underneath yep. your gas tank. You plug that yeah. re- rectum fryer in, absolutely. Yeah. Mount it so, somehow. And- yeah, that's exactly right. So I haven't put one on yet. I, you'll notice that I've got some hand guards over there, so I got some tester hand guards. Um, I know that people, it's very, very easy, and I get it, it's very, very easy to hate on these 
economically priced Chinese motorcycle. You can't. Does that mean we're going to have uh, night <gasps> night ice oh, racing? Oh, it's colder at night. Ice racing? Oh, yeah. The, the ice is totally going to be harder after 5 p.m. than it yeah. is before 5 p.m.? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool, I can come. Yeah. <laughs> That's Dan's dream. Wait, so it's no. 1 a.m. I can actually racing. get there right yeah. after my wake-up time. Jeez. I'll set my alarm clock for 4 p.m. <laughs> so, but yeah, there's... Um, so, anyway, That's but... That's pretty cool. I have to say, Are I you know... you trying to get Dan up in the middle of his night? Yeah. No kidding. Okay. I will tell you, I am guilty as anybody at this table. I have talked mad shit about Chinese stuff. I have. And I will still talk mad shit about Chinese stuff, but I will not talk mad shit about an SSR. My SSR has not broken. Mm -mm. The chain hasn't broken. The sprockets haven't broken. The suspension hasn't broken. The handlebars haven't broken. The clutch hasn't broken. The brakes haven't broken. And it's got torque coming out the ass. Yep. And, we, and we've ridden them in mud, it rain, will do wheelies, snow, ice. It'll do wheelies with me over 200 pounds on ice. Yeah. It must be okay. And it's on video. It's provable. And it's not <laughs> the first weekend we've had it. No. And I keep throwing stupidity at it. Yeah. And it keeps going, more please. Yeah. Right? Is that all you've huh? got, sir? There's a ton of hours on mine. Exactly. Because everybody at the plant rides it everywhere. <laughs> it's There's the town. There's a ton of weight on mine. Yeah. You think yours is bad? My poor, my poor little guy's been all in my so, ass. Trevor wrecked it, twisted <laughs> it right into the ground. So as much as as much as people are like, well, you know, I don't know. It's fifteen hundred bucks. Is it good? Is it going to be good quality? Is it going to be even even to like uh you know a TTR one twenty five that's eight years old? Mm, yeah. Yes. Oh, for Christ's sake! Again, some people would complain. <laughs> Nice about any goddamn thing, but but what's what I can tell you is absolutely fucking real, is that the people sitting around this table can tell you that those machines they're are solid. born again hard, they're like solid. they're solid as fuck, man. We got a good batch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm oh. sure that's what it was. Yeah. Well, because well, saying, because well, well assembled. Yeah. yeah you haven't even I was gonna say mine. his you still hasn't done finished yours. yours. Yeah. He hasn't even finished the contest yet. <laughs> right. So there I'm are going still, for a couple of years. There I are wanna, still people building their bikes. We, right. we need to give half right. a few extra shots. When here. we do yeah. talk hey, about as penalties, jeez. And I'm not kidding. So guys, if you are out there in the world and you're thinking like, I would like to have a play bike. I'd like to have something silly. I'd like to have something stupid. There you go. Okay. One, don't buy the Vader um, Grom fakery. The Tau Tau's. Get a TNT 135. Get a Benelli. I'm sorry. Yeah, get a Benelli TNT 135. They are amazing. They are extremely well built. They are crazy good, and they cost way less than a gram. Now, but here's a pro tip, though. Go ahead. Pro tip. Uh, we get, like pro tips. Get on Facebook and join one of the fake Grom communities. Sure. Okay? Yeah. And then when you find a Z50 or a Honda Trail 70 or something with a blown motor mm -hmm. for 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. All the guys that get these 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 Groms, mm -hmm. they're throwing in 190s and they're throwing in things. So they have like a 125 motor with five seconds on it oh. that they sell for a hundred bucks. You Perfect. can get them all day long for a hundred bucks. So you're getting their cast offs. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, right. like yeah. as you saw because, with Mike, Mike Because Mike when Ram. they buy the Tau Tau, mm -hmm. the first thing they do is shit can the motor. And put a 190. And go to a 190. Because they want to go 80 miles an hour on a, mm. a right. Chinese Grom. Right. 
But if you can imagine, so like you, you, you obviously, if it's running, you know, now Z fifty sixty six thousand dollars. Absolutely, yep. a lot of them aren't, and yep. a lot of them are just frames or the motors yep. blown or something. So for a hundred bucks, I got a guy trying to give me a Cub ninety right now. Mm-hmm. You know, like give me. Yeah. I just got to come there and pick it up. So that's true. So that's a very interesting thing. Uh, or easy now. Or yeah. what, are you excited about it? what year is it? Seventy three or something? <laughs> it's real old. All right. But then we talked about we love our little SSRs. But the funny thing was, there's there, that's the most fun accessories yeah. making making darkness into light. Yeah. But for people that have little uh, rug rats, you know, running around the house. Uh, All right. This, we had Oscar test this today. Oh yeah. Yeah. Forgot about so that. So this thing. So <laughs> usually, right? Has anybody ever put training wheels on their kid's vehicle? Yeah, and it sucks. Yeah. That shit's sketchy as fuck, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Right? Okay, I'm going to show you something you can't do on your kid's bicycle. Ready? You can't do this. I'm 200 plus pounds. <laughs> 210 battle ready. So for the listeners that are not watching, Phil that's, was standing on that's this. That's a quality unit on there. The, on the pegs of the... Yeah. So that's a SSR 70 Trainer with electric wheels start on the side. So that you don't have to start your kid's bike 9,000 times tomorrow. But it's logical, too, because yeah. training wheels are always way in the back. Yep. Yes. Which gives you yep. no balance. Yep. And those are right in the center. They're right in the middle where, where they the should pegs, be. Where the pegs right. are. Yeah. They're almost impossible to flip the bike over. And they move the foot pegs down onto the training wheels to give yeah. the kid a good center of gravity. Yeah. Can you put those on my gold wing? I'm, <laughs> anybody who wants is welcome to get on here because these are specifically designed for this bike. Yeah. Your 70 pound kid is not going to do what your 70 pound kid did to the PW50 with training wheels on it. Right. This is legit. And I'm so impressed by yet another somewhat stupid thing that SSR did to be able to bring children that are four years old into the world of motorcycling. That's cool. That's, that's cool. Well, that's well that's thought very out. That's cool. well thought Automatic out. transmission, electric start, jump on there. You got training wheels. To me, I've taught that's a lot great. of kids how to ride bicycles, right? And, and as soon as you load the suspension, you're yeah. on four wheels. You're on four wheels. So Because right now it's on three. Right. Because yeah. The, yeah. So the whoop. So no here's what's crazy is I've taught a lot of little kids how to ride bicycles and it's dangerous. Training wheels are dangerous. Training wheels do not make it safer. Tire, mm-hmm. They make it more dangerous. This actually makes it safe. Mm-hmm. So for a kid who's just learning and everything else, this is a great way to do it. And for under 1200 bucks, better you know, than I, the I might have a grandson I can hurt with this thing. These oh, things yeah. are really, really <laughs> clever. And you know, the training wheels, this is like, We've been waiting for these training wheels for a long time because yeah, they cool. really did a good job on it. I really like that. So I was really impressed. If you've got a kid, grandkid, or somebody like that, the SSR 70, uh, I think they make the training wheels for the 70, maybe even the 110. I don't think if you're in a 110, you probably don't need training wheels. <laughs> but for the 70, for sure, that makes sense. I took it around the parking lot. I'm not a little kid. It works great. Can we mount them to the 125 for drinking wheels at Mid-Ohio? <laughs> the, the first thing, when James when James put the first set of these on, James is like, I think for your ice bikes, you might need these. Oh, that's a great Holy idea, too. Holy shit. Yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. And I was like, that's not a bad and idea. And the lights? Oh, and put yeah. skis on them instead of fucking the wheels. I say bend them out like this. So that <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. 
So you could have just yeah. enough yeah, lean. Yeah, but if we put skis yeah. on them instead of the yeah. fucking wheels, that would be dope. I got to tell it's you, I, I, I very rarely, <laughs> yeah. look, I mean, yes. Yeah, you're going to catch one of those fucking holes that we have in there and just and do a whoops, fucking 360. Right but <laughs> look like Mid Ohio. If wheels anybody too. wants to, if anybody <laughs> wants to say it, like, look, he's a dealer. He's just promoting shitty sales and whatever. Oh, that's cool. I'll be the first one to tell you, the SSR Rascal, right? Yeah. The SSR Rascal. Do not buy that piece of shit. Okay, <laughs> there you go. I'm telling you guys straight up. Yeah. Don't buy it. Okay, don't buy it. We had them here. We tried them. We tested them out. We don't sell them anymore. Mm-hmm. We will continue to sell shit we believe in. There's probably 11 bikes from Kimco that we don't sell. There's a couple of bikes from Genuine that we don't sell. Right. Um, there's, a, there's several bikes from SSR that we don't sell. But what I am telling you is when it comes to the SSR 70, comes the SSR 110, comes the SSR 125, fucking hard-ass oh, yeah. buy on that. Like, you, you can't get hurt on this shit. This stuff... Oh, you can get hurt. You just can't. <laughs> you can't hurt it. Yeah. yeah. And if exactly. you did, and, and my new thing here at the shop is, if, like, if somebody comes in and is like, oh, I broke the chain of my SSR. I'm like, then you never adjusted the chain on your yeah, SSR. Right? Mm. right? You, you did break it. You actually well, physically and, and broke it. another thing. Here's a, yeah. here's a, you want another quick yeah. pro tip that's not necessarily pro, but whatever. No, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So these yeah, things, it's real easy just to throw this in the garage at the end of the day and forget about it, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. Don't even worry about any high-tech yep. bullshit. Get the $1.99 Walmart fucking little spray oil lube <laughs> and just fucking shoot the chain when you're <laughs> yeah. done. Oh, yeah. When yeah. you guys finished on Sunday yeah. and you left, I shot all your bikes. Oh, you with, did? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's nice, man. Well, just because it's like, yeah. it, I mean, that's what breaks. It, yeah. These chains aren't great, but they're very strong. But I think if you neglect them. It must them, be a great chain because I have broke zero of them. Right. But, but, but what I'm saying, though, is... That's the know, definition of a great chain. I think it's the kind of chain, though, that if you let it get a little rusty, yeah. it's fucked. It's a 420 chain, which is probably more chain than the bike needs. Yeah, but that's so why they don't break. a 420 break. or a number 40, depending on what side of the world you live on. And it's 102 links, so it's a little longer than most of the pit bike chains because these have a longer swinger. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's so why it's hard to wheelie. when you buy the bike, when you're just going to buy chain, like straight up buy bulk chain... Either buy bulk chain and buy like a whole lot of it and then get some master links because for this, a master link is going to be fine. You don't, you're more likely to put a riveted chain on incorrectly than you are to have a master link clip chain fail on you, right? right? So, like, for every person that's ever had a clip style chain fail for them, I would venture to say there are 20 people that had a rivet on chain fail because they didn't know what they were doing when they installed Mm -hmm. it, they didn't put it on right. So it actually, on this application, I'd say go right ahead with the clip chain. I have a question, too. Sure, fire away. I'm not about that, but uh, I saw those new, you had a, the BV400. <laughs> the BV400S has arrived. I think that's a beautiful scooter. It is a beautiful bike. Yeah, it looks yeah. good. It's a gorgeous scooter. It's a beautiful bike, and it has a lot of very interesting features about it. Anything like majorly improved from the 350? Yeah. Um, so it's got a massive horsepower boost. So these things rear wheel at 35 35 horsepower. So that's fucking cool. Um, They're very powerful. It's a very powerful bike. Um, It's not screwing around. There's a picture of it up there, but there's also two of them here in the building with us. Um, We just shot a basic video teaching people how the the basics of how to use it and stuff like that. It comes in orange. It comes in gray. It comes in black. Um, It's your typical big wheeled scooter. Uh, I've had a BV350. How fast do you think your BV500 was? Uh, no, 110. 110 miles an hour, right? Yeah. So ease 110 miles per hour, the BV500. This is supposed to be 106. 
I get it. Yeah. So it's 106 miles per hour on this one. I've had a BV350 up to about 95. Mm-hmm. So they're not bullshit. I mean, p- these are fast bikes. Yeah, yeah. By any standard, it's a very fast scooter. Like, like, like comfortable highway. Like not very like, comfortable. oh shit, I'm on a highway no. on a scooter. It's- no, they're stable as a yeah, rock. Yeah. Um, they're extremely stable. But I think some of the, the cool things about this is this is very techy. So this has got like the no key key fob kind of thing, which some people love, some people hate. It's fine. It's got a very, very smart dashboard. It's not like a video screen, like, you know, play Star Wars on it and shit, but it has a lot of details. So it has a lot of information, gives you a lot of data, and it also does work with an app. So if you want too much information, you can work with the app. And that also has a mapping function and some like find my bike stuff and other things like, I don't know where my bike went. Well, if you have the app, your bike can tell you where it is. I can't believe that's not a, a standard feature on almost every motorcycle right now. Look, in the city of Cleveland, the best way to steal a car that you want to steal is to put like an apple tie it, like an apple, what do they oh, call those? Yeah. The, tile. the yeah, little yeah, apple yeah. tie. Look, that's, that's me. Tile right now is thanking me yeah. for using their term tile with the apple, whatever it yeah. is, yeah. but it's like the apple chip or whatever the yeah. fuck it is. But tag, I think. tag, Apple tag. tag. Yeah. So like, that's a big thing right now is people are like, I just got home from, you know, being out at the bar and I was looking at the back of my Porsche and I realized there was a uh, Apple tag stuck to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're coming to steal your car tonight. Mm-hmm. Here's something fun. Call an Uber, get in the backseat of the Uber, put the Apple tag in there yeah. and say, oops, you know what? I decided I'm not going anywhere. And then the people who thought they were going to come and steal your Porsche are going to be chasing that Uber around all night. Right. It's going to be fun. Uh, but that's a big thing right now. And you're right. Why doesn't every motorcycle just for as cheap as it is? Right. Because I know a tag, like I use the, uh, the tiles for my stuff. A tile's like under 30 bucks. Right. And I mean, like yeah. if, they, if they installed it and hardwired it into the bike, right. I, I'd happily pay six bucks a month to have yeah. that service or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and they're not expensive, but it is a cool thing that just kind of lets you know all the time, you know. And I have, um, I, I lost a rental car once. <laughs> That's too and bad. I had I had five people in the car with me, and none of us knew where it was. <laughs> we straight up thought it had been raptured up. Like it was like we just had no idea where that fucking car was, man. And, and you were at Porco. No, I was in Florida, but it was like it was with, with Porco, Porco people. Yeah. I was gonna say it was with Porco people, but like we found it, and most of it was in a handicap spot. So I give myself four stars. The uh, it was pretty solid, and I'll it was three. It, it was in one piece too. Yeah, it was all one spot. It was all in one piece, but it was kind of a half and. Have a spot. you disabled the porn? <laughs> no, just regular porn. You sick fuck. The. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, but the BB four hundred S is in here. Like, it's something that. It is it is demonstrably you better than the old uh, BV350, which I love the BV350. Yeah, that's like, like a nice bike. that's like my Mexico jam. Steve Bailey and Robot, oh, yeah. they all hook. When we go down there, and I get look when I'm out of town, and somebody gives me anything better than a Buddy 125, I'm your friend for life. Yeah. And when they handed me the keys to a BV350, I was like, mm-hmm. oh. And we were in Mexico, so I was the only person that could go more than 100 miles on a tank of gas. How does the BV400 still retain the wet clutch? So it does. So it runs the whole same system. So it runs the slipper clutch or what they call the long-life transmission. So that's that's a cool feature of the BV350 that makes it through to the BV400. And that that clutch, like that transmission system in that bike is fucking amazing. So um, how do you think that bike, how do, how do you think the BV400 compares to the AK550? Yeah, it's, it's a different animal. The AK550 is a speed demon, 126 miles per hour. Right. But I'm mean like, 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 okay, so it's a different, 
It's got small. It's got bigger. You know what? I think that this is like comparing a um, ST1100 to a Hayabusa. Oh, really? That different? Okay. They're both amazing bikes. Yeah. They'll both put you in jail in any state in the union, but they have totally different personalities. And so I think that, and if you guys take a look inside the shop here, we have the new color AK550 that Chris Franklin is going to be very upset about. Because I think the brand new color AK550 is the color Chris Franklin wishes his bike was. Because he, he, he keeps buying accessories for it that are the color of the brand new one that just came oh. in. So the old AK550 came in your shape, your choice of flat gray or less flat gray. Yeah. And now that now it comes in this really pretty color blue and also black. But anyway. I thought you were to say even lesser flat gray. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, it's it's more of a leather gray, not a ball gag gray. It's somewhere in between you know, riding crop gray. gray. Yeah, Is it a it's, gimp, it's gimp gray? gray. gimp gray. Right. It's 50 shades of gray. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was our whole game about the Piaggio, the Vespa 300 lineup. What color is it? Oh, it comes in 50 shades of gray. Yeah. Yeah. If you're an executive from Europe with too much money and more than one riding crop, <laughs> you probably have a GTS 300 HPE. Uh, so that's that. Anybody else got anything else? How about a joke? How about a joke? No. Joke. You got no goddamn joke. I got nothing. You got just, no jokes. Yeah. Nothing. Chris, nothing. Just, I just want to hear you talk a little Bullshit. bit. Bullshit. I got oh, nothing. Wait a second. I, want to, I think he's about speaking in cursive. Oh, wait a second. I want to know. He's been secretly soaking in cursive. Wait a second. He came came into the shop today and he put a license plate on the bike. That's not. Which bike? On your TNT 135 that you got for Christmas. Yeah, Yeah, the Christmas bike. Right. So tell tell us about that because you got a vanity plate. Oh. It says Farge. (laughs) F-A-R-G-E. Is that like no farging way? Trump. No, 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 no. Okay. All right. Austin Powers, number two. Uh, Mike Myers, his uh, father, is the Farger. Oh, oh the Farger. And, 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 and <laughs> so my kids. Oh, I understand it now. It's his Faja. It's his Faja. I don't speak Faja. freaky dicky Dutch. <laughs> That's what we always say. Is it tight? Tight. Tight like a toyga. So my kids were dicking around for a long time, calling me the farger, which got abbreviated down to farge. And then Mrs. Smith, the father is farge, so the mother is Marge. 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 Yeah. So they wanted me to get a vanity plate, so I got the farge. Yeah. The farge. (laughs) That's pretty cool. And, and, And believe it or not, nobody else in Ohio stole it. What? Yeah. I can't believe that. I got a dirty joke for you. Ooh. Okay. Let's hear it. I bet I can tell you something that will make you happy and sad at the bo- <laughs> both at the exact same time. I like it. Uh, I like I it. I okay. where this is going. Your dick is bigger than your brother's. <laughs> <laughs> and when your wife tells you that, be on the lookout. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I did, hey, I, I did something. I, I did something. I made Mrs. Smith smile. Yeah, and 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 cheer loudly for the first time in over ten years. Chris said, "Oh, oh. Yeah. he was happy. He was like, you know, I haven't seen her that happy in so long. Thank you for stopping over. It was great. It was What's better than cool? roses on your piano. Tulips on your organ. organ. <laughs> you bring her tulips. <laughs> Did you hear about the naked guy that broke into church? No. He ran around, ran around, and ran around. The cops finally caught him by the organ. <laughs> <laughs> We get a million of them. I gotta say. <laughs> so that's it. Anybody got anything else? 
Oh, fuck it. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, we'll put up a little link in the thing for the new hats, the new Cleveland Moto hats. If you want to just buy one a la carte, you can buy one a la carte. You don't need to actually sign up. Hey, how was that, uh, that Mrs. Smith's uh, Irish oh, cream? Really good. good. How man. would you rate that on a scale of 9 to 10? I was going to say, <laughs> how free do you feel right now? Yeah. On a Twelve. scale of 1 to America, how, feel, yeah. how, scale, how free do you yeah, feel? It's easy this for you to really say. really good. It's really this good. Is delicious. Thanks, Chris. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the recipe, it's a hard, it's a hard three. It's very funny right here because in one podcast, strike that, in one live podcast, we've gone from drinking bourbon out of plastic cups to like leaded glass and actual fancy balls. Yeah. Yes. So we all now have ice spheres. Yes. So like, uh, so some phantom podcast listener, and I do not know who it was, sent me a dozen black balls. Well done. Yeah. A dozen nicely a dozen done black balls. So some podcast Thank listeners you. sent me one dozen black Glenmorangie whiskey ice cube spheres. Nice. The, the silicone ones. And you fill them with water and put them in your freezer and they make ice cube balls. And so some podcast listener, we don't know who it That's was. That's pretty cool. But if you were the one that sent it. Nicely well done. done. Anonymous, anonymous gifts, anonymous gifts, anonymous gifts. So we love anonymous gifts. That's awesome. Uh, Aside from that, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, well, Whoa. Victoria's Secret apparently has invaded our podcast. Renee, yeah. what have you been looking ah. <laughs> I like those bullets that you... Uh, oh, yeah, they work. They were awesome. Oh, we got yeah. Ice Cube. You, oh, Steve yeah, gave us all you. bullets for yeah, putting in everything. That's pretty uh, cool. Yeah. That was fun. Yep. So how can you tell that diarrhea is hereditary? Because it runs in your jeans. <laughs> yeah. Ride fast and take chances. Press the red button.